0: Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need
1: Indeed. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Do Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning after evening, whatever the you decide to listen to this Billy DeVore and sitting across to me as always is
2: what's up it's Lee Michael Kimbrell over here how you doing nasty boys and girls you're doing good that's good because we're doing well we're doing real well we're doing super well over here on the ones and twos in the Aporium. Hey. what an evening
1: it's pretty nice I clean up a little bit in here because we're we're in the process of moving I was about to say there's
2: some less stuff well yeah. not not in our immediate presence
1: but there is less stuff yeah and, and by Labor Day, we will be moved upstairs. So here's how I'm coercing people to be like, hey, can you help us move? Okay. I'm smoking a 16 pound brisket and saying, I've got a ton of beers, come help move.
2: Move party.
1: Exactly.
2: It's not like you're loading up trucks.
1: You're moving you the upstairs. Can, you
2: get drunker and cootie brown and eat smoked meats and just grab a box and walk three flights up. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's fun, dude. Take dude, off. a move party. We should do it, dude. That's
1: what I'm. That's the game plan. And, and, and that say, Sunday,
2: and we could, uh, you know, finish it with some drunken wiffle ball. We dude, could do whatever we want.
1: You're, you're you know what I'm saying? Everything. I'm speaking right.
2: your language. Let's make it fun.
1: So here's the thing. We're gonna have Texas toast. Yeah. Mustard pickles. 16 pounds of brisket beer move upstairs
2: i tell you what if i had if i had a hundred bucks i would bet that that would be a good time yeah yeah i think that that would be a pretty good bet
1: dude who's been good to us
2: uh you guys know who's been good to us because we started this show and now we got we get asked sorts all sorts of questions about who to bet on and who to bet with if the party's going to be good or not and who do you bet with you know and we don't always know who's going to win but we know where to tell you where to go and what's the answer billy
1: My Bookie. The answer
2: is My Bookie. Between their live in-game betting and endless prop bets and fantasy sports wagers, there's something for everyone, and with the best player perks in the game and the sportsbook business, they've been good to us, and we know that they're going to be good to you guys. So, they're hooking our listeners up, all the nasty boys and girls, all month. If you visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code Chair. CHAIR. Switch it up. It's chair. Yeah. Use promo code chair when creating your account to claim your fifty percent bonus. As always, if you're laying down hundred bucks, that means that you get an extra fifty dollars to play with, and it's good times. Yeah. That's m y b o o k i e dot a g promo code chair. You play, you win. You, you get, get paid. paid. You get damn paid, baby. Now, My bookie. Thank you.
1: Guys, this is pretty cool. Armchair All-Americans has stepped up. We don't have to host the pod anymore. They're taking care of it. we got new sponsors. Fun times. Now, here's the new one. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Want to increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed? Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color. Blue Chew brings you the first Chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You can take them anytime, day or night, on a full stomach or empty. Since they are Chewable, they work up twice as fast as any pills, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises, like your dick. <laughs> If you could benefit from extra function And more confidence where it counts Blue Chew is the fast and easy way To enhance your performance Most guys suck a good game, but Blue Chew helps you Follow through That's right. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door In a discreet package So no in-person doctor visit, no waiting in the pharmacy And best of all, no more awkwardness They're made in the US And since Blue Chew Prepares and ships directly They're cheaper than a pharmacy Right now we've got a sponsor Uh, a fucking... special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code ARMCHAIR. Just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E Chew.com promo code ARMCHAIR to try it free. BlueChew is better, cheaper, faster, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. The the pills might be chewable and soft, but your dick won't be after. That's BlueChew.com.
2: BlueChew.com. It was just a Matter of time before Dick Pills got Dollar Shave Clubbed. Sure, and like I'm not even gonna sit here and like. That was a beautiful read, by the way.
1: First time, thank you. You nailed it. Thank you. That was the
2: first time you ever had to read it, and you yeah. nailed it. Thank you. You had like two or three nice little riffs in there, but you kept it professional. Thank you. And I would buy a blue chew from you. Thank you You uh, can chew my blue but, anytime Yeah, I will <laughs> chew on your blue after this show, you hear me? Oh uh, But I, I don't know, I'm not even going to sit here and make like uh, soft wiener jokes I think it's so dope that uh, you can just get them It's amazing You can just get them yeah. you know Hey
1: re- doc, my dick is not working Why yeah. not?
2: Ugh, I'm fat Okay, cool, you're good Man, I wonder if it's like as easy as getting like a medical marijuana card. Like, cause you know who's buying blue shoes <laughs> is 28 to 32 year old dudes who can get boners and want to have super boners. Super boners? Or cause that's you- what's going through my head right now. Cause I can get a boner right now just thinking about boobs. I'm 28.
1: I'm thinking about them, and I'm
2: still stopped. Prime time. Prime time. Prime time of ch- my boner times. Well, you know my, what I'm saying?
1: I'm not. I, I can't get hard right now. I'm a little drunk, so my dick's Fair chewable.
2: Enough. It's a chewable. I don't know. I think that that is how effective the blue chew actually is, that's is so, that you read the ad, and I got a little bit of a boner. Dude, that's so chew. Um, that is such a chew thing <laughs> to do, man. That I'll, chew life, baby. Get them boner pills, man. Use code CHAIR. chair. I wish it was nasty. Fuck that <laughs> Honestly Thank you Blue Chew But the coach Should be nasty It should be But it's How only, dope is that Well it's a
1: short term run Yeah yeah yeah. Chair. Here's the thing
2: Here's the deal guys
1: It's a short term run Let's own it It's only gonna be Three weeks We gotta show That we can perform So why not Eat those pills And show you can perform While we all perform Hell yeah Dude How great of a sell Was that right That's off the That's
2: pretty good reel? I'm telling you. That's
1: why I'm in sales
2: Guys uh,
1: Also Real quick I'm hard,
2: but... (laughs) Boom, it worked. It worked. You chewed it up.
1: I chewed it up real
2: good. I'm going blue chew, no chaser, eating it like a fucking caveman. You know what's... Just chewing it like a fucking Altoid. Yeah. But it's good. Brotoid. That's what they should be called, Brotoids. Dude, they should be called boner toids. you know what I'm talking (laughs) about? Anyway, what were you saying, Bill? Uh, They're
1: totally for the dude who parties from 25 to 35, who rips a few lines... It's fucking we're nasty. We're the nasty boys. Yeah. We're the new nasty boys. Yeah. It's not always going to work. So fucking pop a blue chew. Counteract that
2: Colombian good time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I would have to imagine that is fairly dangerous behavior. Not Colombian, endorsed.
1: Colombian crust. How about that?
2: Okay. <laughs> Billy, I would imagine that uh, the blue chew is some sort of uh, you know, constrictor. It gets your blood thinned. So we don't endorse, you know, the I'm use of I'm not endorsing it. anything. No, I'm
1: just guessing a demo.
2: Man, I dig it. That is probably a demo.
1: I almost picked up my phone to fucking hit it, and I realized that man had. is
2: full blown addicted. You know what full I'm saying? Blown. I'm in it. Uh, how are you? How was your week? I'm doing well, man. It's been a crazy fucking week. Yeah, dude. If it's I'm been being honest, yeah. If I'm being honest, it. Uh, you know, I'm doing great. I'm just uh, worn out. It's yeah. been a long week. It's been a long ten days. Uh, yeah, work has been fun, but it's been very stressful, and there's sure. been a lot of pressure. Sure, we got brouhaha this weekend.
1: We'll get to that,
2: we'll get to that, we'll plug it. But yeah, but that's you kind booked, of you that, booked two thirds of it, yeah, more or less. Uh, or you know, yeah, I was heavily involved, and I was just up there at the club, and there was a lot of a slack to be tightened, and that was all dealt with on Slack, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no shit.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ, the
2: irony in that. Right. It was all dealt with on a Slack line. Sponsor a Slack, that's a great service. Well, that's I uh,
1: dealt with mostly with our Pod Daddy androids.
2: Yeah, so yeah, we won't even get into it. Bottom line is that my week was great because I got to talk with dozens and dozens of comedians over a bunch of different ways that you can talk. That's got to be tough. Insta- I mean, it's your, it's you do it too. But I mean, it's it's like it's you know, it's the only thing that's different is that it's comedy, and you just want everything to be good for everyone, and it can't be.
1: Well, here's the difference between me and you. You are in hand. You are handling a club. Me, there is a there is a choice that I made. I ran showcases, but now I'm like I just do open mics.
2: Yeah. And I do that
1: because I book showcases and stuff, and I got blown up, and I'm like, I'm not dealing with this.
2: It's the worst.
1: It's and these people, and it's all over. And it it, and like I'm not complaining about comedy in general, but I'm just saying there are times where it's worth it, but but 95 percent of the time it's not, Mm. and it's I'm not taking that five percent to be like maybe, which that five percent is just like. Hey, do you want to come out to uh, Cuyahoga Falls yeah. and do seven for yeah. 25 bucks? It's like, no. And then that, it's just, it, there's a minute chance it actually turns into something.
2: Yeah, it's a there's a fun angle to it. Like, it's a blast. And, you know, you just kind of got to get sure. in the right of the mindset and just not worry. Just not, you just can't visualize what everyone is thinking. Well, there's also a the
1: difference between a club and then what I did. Yeah. Which was like, what, what. Wayne is doing on a larger level where it is going to work out for him. For me, it was just like, you know, I had Maudie's where I booked a showcase, yeah. and then every fucking person was like, "Hey," um. so I'm like, "That's you know." Yeah. So it's 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 you know, it's sometimes not worth it, and for you, it's clearly worth it, but it still sucks. It's still a lot of work, and it's tough. Yeah. Which like I don't know if I could balance like what I'm doing with work. And like on top of what you're doing and comedy and the podcast and being married and it's gotta be tough already with like your girlfriend comedy.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, life, yeah. And for sure. That. Just everything else, just dealing with it. But it's brutal. yeah, it's cool. I uh <laughs> it's it's cool. it's cool. Uh I sorry, I, am I airing out too much? Oh no, not at all. No, sorry. <laughs> I just like when we were talking about it and I just got in my head because uh Billy has the battery end. Of a weed pen, and I've got the business end of a weed pen, yeah. and I uh, tugged on that a couple times, and I just got deep in my head thinking about what we were talking about, and just yeah, the whole I, conundrum I of comment. No, not at all. I, well, yes, yes, you yeah, I did. yeah, I did. That's yeah, but, why I don't. That's why I don't smoke anymore. Yeah, yeah, no. You just get too deep into your head. It's the but, but it's just because we were talking about some stressful ass shit. But I love yeah. my job. I love my life. <laughs> Uh, the last yeah. 10 days have been uh, a, a shit show it's but, the but the beautiful of it the beautiful end of it is that the next 2 days right. are the you know comes to fruition God. it's two full days of comedy <sighs> and everybody the sets don't matter at that point because you're just doing them yep everyone's doing them and there's going to be a couple thousand people down there listening to all of us tell jokes they're going to be drinking beer and walking around, and If they like be it dope. or not, does not matter. Truly doesn't matter at it all.
1: does not matter. It's crazy because, like, there's times where I've gone up, and I'm like, I felt, I felt like I ate it mm-hmm. in front of my friends. And I'm like, I can't wait to come back next year. I'm oh, so yeah. excited. I'm like, yeah. and yeah. I, like, I have a small following of people that hit me up. When are you going to be on a brewha? Yeah. Like, I meant small as in, like, 20 people who are like, when are you going to be brewha? It's so
2: funny, dude. The comedy barely matters. But people still want to be there. Oh, no, people. No, when I I say that the comedy barely matters, I don't mean that the comedy isn't good. The comedy is amazing. Sure. But, like, you know, if you've been to a stand-up comedy show, if you've been to a good one, it's been in a dark room with low ceilings. Yeah. And you're kind of packed on top of each other, and you feel all primal, and there's one person in a light. Right. But at Brouhaha... It's five forty five in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. And it's fully light outside and it's eighty five degrees and you are telling jokes at a playground.
1: Right, well, not this weekend, it's gonna be
2: fucking oh, gorgeous. It's perfect. Seventy eight to eighty. And then 83 Saturday. Like 10% chance of rain, partly sunny. Oh. Throw some give me some voluminous clouds, baby. Oh, it's going to be awesome. I want some white clouds and blue skies. What if it's perfect? It is going to be perfect. Is it going to be perfect? It's going to be perfect. Oh, it better be, motherfucker. It's perfect. It better
1: be. Here's my thing. There's no excuse. For comics to wear shorts this weekend. Yeah. It's not that hot. Yeah.
2: you put on fucking jeans, pants. pants, whatever you got. It's a festival. You put on your long shorts. <laughs> your board shorts. Yeah. Dude, if it was if it was 80, 85 to 90, I'm saying. Shorts. Put on a good pair of shorts. Yeah. Don't be a dork and have black ankle socks with your, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, don't. Be presentable. Right. You can look good. C- good in a pair of shorts
1: I were, I, When I used to work At Applebee's You know Hard drop there Getting it um, our, our Our GM was like Look After the instructional Video about apparel Or what you could wear She would pause and go Look Don't wear white socks On your black pants You're not Michael Jackson Okay yeah. You're not a thriller You're a server here At Applebee's Yeah And then just like Would hit it I'm like yeah, and good I respected riff. that.
2: Great riff. And
1: I was like solid. Yeah, look good. Solid, Becky. Look good. Loved when you it. show up for
2: your fucking job, dog. Right, and this is a job. Couldn't agree more, dog. So,
1: and also you got the shorts police this weekend with Dave Wade.
2: Yeah, he
1: yelled at somebody at the at fireside. Oh, really? He didn't yell. He was like, "Ah, you're in shorts. That's why you're a virgin." Ha. Was like, <laughs>
2: the
1: hell yeah. Who was it? Tim Combs. Oh yeah, well. and he's a proud. I guess he's a proud boy virgin or whatever. Is he like a what's it called? Not a racist. Incel. No, uh, I guess <laughs> not, it, a racist. <laughs> not a racist. That's why I said Proud Boy together. I was like, not a racist. Whoa. But, oh, boy. <laughs> you can hit that. Um, but no, he, I guess he's an accidental incel. He's like still not had sex or whatever.
2: Jesus Christ, there are some sad people out there, man. That's another thing. Dude, come to Open Mics. if oh. Whatever city you're in. Just go to them. Look them up. You can find, like, a group on Facebook, typically. Look up Lexington stand-up comedy, Louisville stand-up comedy. Look up, like, Portland, Seattle. Look up Seattle stand-up comedy and just go Cincinnati, obviously. But just, like, go to an open mic and just watch it. It's fascinating. Right. It's a different breed. It's fascinating, man. Yeah. It is. It is. Obviously, I'm biased, but it Mm. really is. I love it.
1: Honestly, I think 80% of the reason that, like, I still have those open mics like that I've ran for a long time is because the bartenders are fascinated
2: by these people. No, it's wild. You get like 15 to 35 yeah. people that show up to a bar where, some, where some people are into it, yeah. some people aren't. You got some people who it's like they've worked on it the entire day. It's all they thought about. It's like a big show for them. Yeah. And they go up in front of, you know, sometimes... Five people, yeah. sometimes fifty people.
1: Sometimes, mo- most of the time, just all
2: comics. All comics with ten people at the bar who just found out the comedy was starting when someone hmm. started doing comedy, and they're all
1: panicking yeah. like, "How do I pay my tab?" Yeah,
2: yeah. They, how do I pay my tab? All the TVs go off. Yeah, all the fucking TVs go off, and you just see some, and you see some people's faces like, I don't know. It's the ultimate humbling. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's. That's why I love comedians, is because even though you kind of have to have a crazy ego to think that you could do it, ultimately, Mm. all you do is kind of just get fucked with every night. Every single night, you go up and, like, subject yourself to the judgment of a giant group of people.
1: Yeah.
2: And. You just say something into a microphone, and then you see a lot of people hate it. (laughs) Yeah. And that is so humbling. Sure. It's so—I love it. Oh, it's awesome. It's the best thing ever. It keeps me leveled.
1: Yeah. I think I'm calloused, because at the beginning of this month, I celebrated my eight-year anniversary, which is
2: so depressing. Billy's done a lot of mics. A lot of them. I don't even
1: give a shit. A anymore. lot I don't of, give like, a Billy, fuck.
2: Billy is the king I'm, of going up, of like before the mic, just being like, I got a brand new whole five minutes. It was sick. And you'll just go up and just do it. And out of the five minutes, like a minute and a half of it will just be like, yes. Yeah. Love it. This is new, good <laughs> stuff that's great. And then just like, you know, the rest of it, people are. But you just you hit every point yeah. and you can just tell that it hits you and you just it doesn't hurt no you know? it does not hurt and then you keep that 90 seconds that works and you and then keep, and you, then you and then that. you put it on that it's 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 wonderful and that's yeah. another great thing i say, i feel like we've talked about comedy on here before but like there's nothing better than just like watching your boys right oh what's billy fucking cooked up
1: what's he got oh
2: What's Billy really written?
1: And <laughs> I, I love like, the idea
2: of just like when I hear a friend of mine say something just kind of wild or vulnerable or funny as fuck on stage. The thought of like you just like writing that in this kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> I mean sitting here or like and at work, I'm like just in a click clacking, which also at work in this kitchen. Yeah, for, no, yeah, no shit. That's right. You're here
1: yeah. and click clacking away and being like, oh, I just I feel good, oh, I but at get, the same time, it's like. You don't, well, like my process, well, let's keep going into it. My process is like if I get chuckles at open mics, I'm like, okay, that part's gonna work. But if it's like silent at open mic, I'm like, this is the crux where I find out when I go to go bananas, like, is this going to work? Yeah. And when it does, it's so rewarding. And when it doesn't, I'm like, oh boy, was I really wrong?
2: Yeah. I don't
1: get bombed and I'm just like, all right. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. What's Next the point? One. Of, what's the point? Because we all work hard and we get to a point we like keep work like the reason we work is so we can do we can do comedy yeah. and when you want to get to a point where you can stop working and just do comedy yeah but in the meantime you want to find something you enjoy to do which I have which has taken a long time but I have found exactly what I want to do yeah on top of like okay now comedy is 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 it eventually will become viable because I now I am like I have an album, I haven't released it. Don't have to because I have twenty minutes I gotta figure out. Yeah. And get done. And I have ten.
2: Yeah. So yeah. I'm like
1: halfway there. Yeah. And then eventually I'll be like, Okay, you can come out, I guess. And then everyone can have it. Then you it's start like then going- you tour. Yeah. Then you do all the other Well show. you
2: have uh, I mean, honestly, man, you should do uh, yeah, you could do an album when you do an album release. Yeah. You don't gotta have twenty. Yeah, I do. That's the rule I made for myself. Okay. I set goals for myself, and I do them. Okay.
1: I said, before I was 30, I'm going to record an album and do it, or I was going to move. And I did one of those things. Yeah. And that was when I set that. I set that when I started doing comedy.
2: Yeah.
1: It was it detrimental? Of course, because I felt like it was a ticking time bomb. I put pressure on myself early on. Yeah. But like eventually, I needed that to learn to where I'm at now, which isn't great, yeah. but it's like, it is it, it is where it is for being an artist. Which is also a crazy thing to think about like Because comedy has become It has been It's always competitive So like when I see that Gatorade commercial With J.J. J. Watt Where it's like you gotta pick that person Who's your rival And then beat them I'm like yeah that's comedy Because of context Yeah and it's like, But it's also art You know you, can, you can't outpaint somebody I'm like that's also comedy It's so like where do you meet in the middle
2: Yeah Yeah Right Where the fuck I know because
1: there's people who are very good at contests. Yeah. And then when you see them perform and do, like, a longer set, you're like, oh, this isn't the same. Yeah. But you see someone who's, like, bad in a contest
2: and you see them do a longer set, you're like, oh, that's a very good. Comedy math never adds up. Never. Comedy math never adds up. It's, X it's plus like,
1: Y equals a fucking it's like, shoe. It's
2: like any other kind of, uh, you know, math out of context. Oh, well, you know, uh, the, the 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 Reds have beat the shit out of Cubs all year, right? And then the Cubs have beat the shit out of the Cardinals all year. So the Reds are better than the Cardinals, or something like you know what I I'm saying? What like say? that, yeah, does, yeah, it's yeah. like MMA it math. This guy knocked out this guy, but got knocked out by this guy, so he's better mm-hmm. than that guy, right? I don't know. Comedy just never works out. No, something a, a beautiful realization that I've had is that no matter how much you have your material, like every single show, every mic, mm-hmm. every set at every mic, every show of all time. Yeah. Yourself and every other comic ever included like has been its own unique thing. Right. Because I could go up on Friday night and do 10 minutes of jokes. Yeah. And have it go well. And then on Saturday night, I could go up there and ha- do the exact same 10 minutes of jokes word for word. Right. And those people in the audience had different days, and they showed up in different moods, and I had a different day and showed up in a different mood, and the fucking moon is at a certain goddamn part of the sky, <laughs> and there was a so- part of new something in the news ha- you know, like, every single show, every set is completely unique, because, like, every human is just cycling, 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 right? just trying to be okay with being in the moment and just like where they are. Right. Everyone's in a different spot and every joke hits differently. And every joke is Mm. delivered differently because every moment is like inherently different. And it's, it's beautiful. And I am obviously very high on weed,
1: (laughs) but you're right. But like, but you know, it's what I'm
2: obsessed with comedy about is like, it is, you know what it is. It's pure in the moment. Yeah. It's pure in the moment when you're on stage and the audience is connecting with you? Mm-hmm. Like, well, also, it's, you're in the moment. It's the only way it works.
1: Also, with that standpoint, wouldn't you kind of also think that... People have said Netflix is, ruined com- is ruining stand-up comedy. Yeah. But what you just said is exactly why... Netflix's ruining yeah. stand-up comedy. Oh,
2: yeah. I mean, ah. the idea... Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a backstory. The splicker. mic picked that one up. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, so I think Netflix, if to just to look at it glass half full because we have to, right? Of course. Um, that in the moment does... Obviously, there's something lost when you watch Dave Chappelle on your iPad, Yeah, Like, of course there's something lost, but what I hope it does, the optimistic view of what it does, is that it puts stand-up comedy in front of more people's eyes than it has ever been in front of. But doesn't it set an unrealistic
1: expectation, though?
2: Um, But— it, I just hope it drives people to see live comedy
1: you, That's what you hope But yeah. then on the other side of the coin It's like I can sit at home and watch it whenever I want yeah. And it will be fed to me Because there's so many options
2: Yeah I don't know I, th- I think clubs around the country are thriving To an extent Yeah I mean th- There are the good ones who are they're the, go- the, the great one, ones If you run it well it's doing well Of course I think that we're seeing an inter- an interesting renaissance just like kinda of we're seeing it in a lot of other fields. Comedy is turning into the cities. Out we're, of the clubs. Like yeah, as it, it, it was be. just I think it was kind of an inevitability when quote alts, alt rooms.
1: Well, it started with comedians of comedy with Pat and Oswald.
2: Yeah. You know, you
1: you saw that it took a long time for it to actually translate to everywhere. Yeah, you saw it happen on the coast, but now in the Midwest, it's like
2: a big an actual viable option. Big rooms, giant headlining headliners do one nighters in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Right. You had Todd Berry. Yeah, Hannibal Burris does spots in Cincinnati all the time. Secret show. Yeah, right. it's wild.
1: It's yeah, crazy. so
2: it, yeah, it's a fun time to be doing it. I just I don't think. You know, people are, oh, is the comedy bubble going to pop? The comedy bubble's going to pop. And, like, I get why it feels like it could pop. But I don't don't think it will. There's a difference. With all of the automation, you know, (sighs) robots are taking over, right? It's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think that stand up comedy is like the last bastion. Of human form entertainment Like it's the I mean that's what what
1: South Park fucking did Like ten years ago Really Remember that episode Where they had the The joke bot that came in
2: Oh yeah Robots can't take the job no. Robots can't take a comedian. Robots can job. take
1: the formula, yeah. but they can't take the personality. Yeah, because you got to be
2: fully, fully in the moment. That's yeah. why I love it. Yeah. That's why you should go to live comedy shows All whenever time. you can. All the time. Go to them at your local comedy club and then find the ones that you can go support out at bars. Because, you know, I can almost promise you that there are funny people in your town. Always. If you're in Cincinnati, there's, there's 50 fucking funny well, people in your city. you know what Sean city.
1: Patton said? It's crazy. I don't think I've ever said it on here. Sean Patton said he loves Cincinnati because, like, you go to, like, you go to Chicago, you go to these big cities, and there's, like, 60 funny people. Yeah. But then he loves coming to Cincinnati because there's 60 funny
2: people. <laughs> yeah, but like there's every, 70 comics.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. And they're right. fucking all murderers. Right, dude. And he's right. Like, That's why. And, like, we've had these other comics say, like, it's like, you know, it's the beginning of Denver or yeah. something else which like this podcast is a love letter obviously to the Cincinnati Reds baseball but also comedy and yeah. it's also nice to intertwine both of those yeah when you talk about automation I can on- I can now openly talk about this um, we're starting a website called union com, and one of the things in our meeting I brought up was how automation's a big deal within unions yeah and what I pitched is a shirt for like line, like automotive line workers that says robots don't have a family.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Right? That's nice. That's fucking perfect. Yeah. Because
1: like the, the scourge of humanity will be automation. It's always people trying to find a way to automation. Automation is automated automation. We gotta make it automated.
2: Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah.
1: How about you make it good? Make, I just it make it good. Right.
2: Yeah, make it right. Make
1: it right. Make it good. Trust people. Yeah. Pay people, because robots break down, and guess what? It pay You have to pay to fix that I robot. Know, I and know. who fixes that robot?
2: A human being. Exactly. I
1: know. So next thing you know, we're going to have a robot workers union. It's so, dude. That slows down more than if you had people actually working on the lines. Am I too hippy dippy? Am I too far far oh,
2: out? Oh, no, dude! No, 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 no! You're not. Like the 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 bare facts of the matter are, you can look it up, New York Times, by 2030. So that's eleven ten years essentially. Now yeah. it was written in, in 2018. Right. But by 2030, there will be seventy three and a half million American jobs lost to automation. Yep. That's. Uh, that's the biggest thing that's going—that's the most important thing. But then also— that, But no one's fucking talking about it.
1: But those those jobs, I think probably half of them will be going back to servicing robots. Yeah. And then the other third yeah. of that will be, like, people overseeing how those robots are fixed. Bro. So it's all just a no, fucking— No, 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 no. Sub-loop. No,
2: no. These, these 73 and a half million jobs, these people that are losing their jobs are—every cashier—
1: Oh yeah, because no, of, no. Like, every Burger cashier, every
2: fast food worker, every yeah. cashier, anyone who runs a cash register, yeah. any fa- any factory worker, yeah, uh, truck drivers, yeah, Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, potentially. Mm-hmm. Those last three are like a little a little far fetched, but sure. I mean, the people that are losing these jobs are already poor. they're you don't transfer from Burger King manager to robot repairman. Right, and that's no, just gonna no, make dude, that
1: wealth gap increase. No, no.
2: It, it. will. There will be people that live comfortably, and then there will be giant swaths of the country yeah. living in abject poverty. Yeah, I mean th- that's super fucking political, but like,
1: it's not political. That's, and that, it's ain't, the ain't, th- that ain't
2: no one's fault. That's not lazy millennials get a goddamn mm. job. That's seventy three and a half million jobs l- no more. Right. No more unavailable jobs. Jobs that we do. Yeah. Well, not me, but. Uh, You know, robot can't clean a house, but. It will eventually. It will eventually. I mean, look at Rosie from the Jetsons. (coughs) I know, man. It's so, like, I don't know. Andrew Yang, 2020, baby.
1: Sex workers. Yeah. I mean, come on. They have fuck robots.
2: I know. They're already here. A fuck robot. I talked about that on stage tonight. I'd read <laughs> yeah. with that lady. I don't know. That's an interesting thing. If you're if you if would you let your spouse fuck a sex robot? No. It's a robot, a feelingless robot. No. I it's, would I mean,
1: well, hold on, hold on. I totally would. Let me take that back. It's
2: the world's best vibrator.
1: Well it's a dump. It's just a
2: cum dump. Yes, dude. It's a fleshlight that looks like a human.
1: Right. You can't talk. It's on emo- you're not emotionally attached to it. No. No, well, yeah, I'm into that.
2: Yeah, dude. I think it's Super fucking healthy. As long as it doesn't take away from like me. Yeah. I don't know. Once it starts the to The future's going to be so weird. I feel like we talked uh, about this a couple drunken episodes it ago, hasn't. but like, no, we, we haven't actually I don't know. We all just like we all already have PTSD. Like we're already so shook.
1: Yeah, dude, because yeah, I was thinking about so this shook. I was thinking about this today, so I'm holding up my phone right now yeah. thinking like I was an innovator when I took my game boy to the toilet. Yeah. When I was six. Yeah. And now it's <laughs> like
2: <laughs> that's a funny bit.
1: And now it's just like, it's commonplace. Yeah. Like, don't shit on your phone. Yeah. On top of like, there's so many things available. Like, I looked at my screen time. Well, because of work, on top of that, with my laptop and my iPad and everything, it's like, you're at like, it, it said to me, it was like, I'm at nine and a half hours a day <sighs> on my phone. My phone.
2: That's constant use throughout the day. Never stop. You're awake. 16 hours a day? Sure. Sometimes 17, one, yeah, 18. Yeah. Depends. That's more or less constant use. That's yeah. way more than you were ever addicted to but cigarettes. But then think
1: about this. Think about this. Speaking of cigarettes, where's the fucking nicotine, man? It's going to be in my
2: mouth.
1: Because <laughs> um,
2: you just mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just because you said it. Man. Addictions. Right. Which
1: is why. Which is why, like all of the anti-smoking ads are sponsored by, yeah, Philip Morris and all that stuff. It's a trigger in your brain. That was a forty-eight. <sighs> ad, that was like a sixty minutes. Like yeah, of Fifteen years ago, I remember seeing it as a kid.
2: We're like drones, man. Well then, I'm gonna do them.
1: Total sheep. Um, but then when I put my phone down, think about it. Look at look around right now. I've got my phone to my right. The iPad to the left And then my laptop recording this Also to my right on the bench There are th- three screens. screens And that's how I work you I have my one iPad in, One in my lap I have my iPad I have my laptop And then on my phone And then when I'm like I need to relax I go to the basement And turn on another screen I know man It's almost I, It's just There's no con- There's It's cause there's no Original thought anymore Because there's always Screens on her face
2: Yeah I mean, never not a screen And then another thing That is like it, 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 You you have to do it It's your job
1: Well yeah of course it's You know what job. I'm saying It's my job But the thing about this, you get in your car What do you see on the side Of the highways Giant screens yeah. That are flipping ads Or they're printed on I know, there. I know man Think about When was the last time You never saw a screen Like you never As in like <sighs> Never I meant An extended period of time Like a week Or maybe, how about this, three days
2: Three days? Let's go three days you
1: didn't see a screen
2: I can't think of any Exactly Because I mean, even down at the farm We'd go spend a weekend down at the farm You'd be outside for 12 hours But you go inside and then watch Silence of the Lambs (laughs) Right You know, I mean, they're not We were born in 1990, dude Right No time in our lives, pretty much
1: there's never not something in front of us.
2: Yeah, I mean, except when we we had we had the advantage of growing up. I never. I, I mean, other than a television and then a computer when I turned like eleven, mm-hmm. there were no screens. You know, we didn't. I we didn't play video games. Oh, really? We didn't. We didn't ha- when and like when we were like fourteen and twelve, our parents got us a PS One.
1: Oh, you were far behind. Yeah,
2: we didn't play video games. We went to neighbors. That's why I like watching people play video games. Because I would go to my neighbor's house and watch them play Halo, and they'd be really good, and then I'd play. And I, like, Suck. I like couldn't, like, I would, like, run into a wall and then, like, couldn't not run into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> I would just be, like, running in place into a corner, just, like, getting capped. <laughs> so I just watched people play video games.
1: Dude, my uncle gave me an NES when I was four. That's wild. I mean, that's also like, this is so dumb, but like when I was 16, my dream was to work at GameStop. It's
2: not that dumb, man.
1: And then I got it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is peak.
2: Yeah. It's not not that dumb. That's cool. You're a goal. You're a setter of goals. Yeah. You say you're going to do things and you do them. That's tight. Think about this, though. There are kids right now driving cars.
1: That have never not had Wi-Fi.
2: That have never not had iPhones. Yeah.
1: Dude, Wait, no, hold on. My first iPhone I got when I was eighteen. That no, came out when I was sixteen. No, seventeen. So, and I'm twenty nine. So, which
2: means thirteen year olds.
1: Thirteen year olds had. Well, they didn't have like they didn't have iPhones because they were already like nine hundred dollars. But I get what But you're they were saying.
2: born into a world where iPhones were a thing.
1: They've never not had data on a fucking right, screen. Right, right,
2: right. They've never, not, sure. they've never known sure. cell phones to that. be anything other than supercomputers. And then when they could start like taking in the world, that's when the world became Facebook and social media. Yeah. So I mean, you're talking yeah. about ten year olds right now who like, they're obsessed with running their Instagram accounts. It yeah. It is wild. Dude,
1: here's what's crazy. My friend Matt, Obsessed. It's their, they live online. Matt's sister set up a Facebook for her son, Nicholas. And he is now Jesus Christ. Ten? So like when he gets old enough, she's gonna be like, here's your password, here's your Facebook. She
2: runs it like here's for all
1: him. of all of your memories from when you were born.
2: But it's like now. it's his name. Yes It's his Facebook Correct Does she post like captions with the pictures? She did You have to do a bit about this It's wild That's That's like that's You know but you know what's so weird though? It's like it's gonna be normal
1: Right that's like giving the photo album Yeah It's like my my, my,
2: It's like keys to your social media Dude
1: here's where it makes sense My parents wouldn't give me my Christmas ornaments until I was married Yeah Here you go, you're finally married, here you go. Someone's not gonna take them. Yeah. That's what it's like. It's like, no one's gonna take this from you. You're finally settled, here you go. You're an adult. Here's the password to your Facebook.
2: That's really wild. You have to do that as a bit. Text yourself just like Facebook friend, whatever it is. That's so funny. It's so just like interesting. Yeah, that's fucking wild. Here are the keys to is your it, Facebook. It,
1: is it funny or is it just interesting? Oh, that's dude, also you, the
2: borderline. No, it's interesting, but you can make fun of that. Oh, I can punch it up for sure. Dude, think about how embarrassing it is when you're, like, sharing memories of yeah. things that your mom captioned.
1: Cap, 20 years ago,
2: my mom wiped my ass for the first time. Now it's on Facebook. Yeah, you could do it. It's funny. It's a good bit. It In, could be. Interesting enough, man. We've gone into it, baby boy. We
1: went a little deep. I think we went a little, little, little. We went a little left, a little, little
2: left from uh, left to center. Yeah, we took a left field there. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, I mean, it is no. I mean, I. There's nothing left about seventy three and a half million jobs are gone in ten years. No, that those is are facts. Numbers. No, those. There's well, nothing left about it. What you want to do about it is either left or right. I guess you could say it. There's, but
1: there's also nothing left about saying that that the people in space. Can't see the Amazon because it's on fire.
2: I didn't even know about that until today.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. So my buddy Graham is like, he like went to school for um, like environmental activism and all that stuff in Utah, which like that's a crazy sentence. It's like my buddy went to a Mormon state to learn about Earth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's like the only thing those people learn about Earth is digging up tablets. That a white person left behind (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Look at this rock.
1: Oh, it's cool. It's got scripture on it in English from a white Jesus.
2: We got to go bury some damn railroad cars, some containers down at my farm, man. Real deep. I mean, what the fuck? The Amazon rainforest, it's something crazy. Like every second a soccer pitch burns up. Yeah. Every second. Yep. And people are just like... it was caused from deforestation. Yep.
1: Which was created by... Capitalistic government Come
2: yeah, on yeah, I mean, yeah Well I mean You know what it is It's like We gotta, it, we gotta build luxury condos it, By the Amazon Let's get super super hippie with it It's beef It's steak That's why that All of this Look I'm shit. not gonna talk shit about steak No 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 No, <laughs> no but, but the world's obsession saying. Think about how much steak we need Just to send to Wendy's Think about how much Beef I need to stay alive No but I know what you're you saying. You know what? Sorry, it's un- to... That's why the Amazon is getting leveled, is so people can have gigantic cattle farms so that America, not, you know, the world, but mostly America, can just eat beef. beef. Mm. I, don't I don't think know. it's a problem it's, it's, anymore. It's pretty out of fucking way. You know what? I don't think it's a <laughs> problem anymore. I think it's great. Well, Burn if, them all down. It will destroy the world. Mm. Let's get rid of That's the, fine. Earth's, like the Earth's biggest oxygen filtration system and. Uh, replace it with literal fields of methane cow poop. Literal, let's replace our oxygen filtration system that is the Amazon rainforest with mountains of methane gas releasing cow poop. Don't see it as a problem because you move that poop, Billy, you you've, got magic, you've you, got magic mushrooms. You've got magic mushrooms under if, those poop. Okay, listen, Billy, if you're going that route,
1: then you have all the mushrooms on top of. More food So while and everybody is living steaks, in a
2: dystopian future Where there is no sun um, We'll be tripping We'll all be tripping our balls off And we can just Human race can just be extinct In a really super <coughs> fun way
1: Exactly We'll all, We'll all look at kaleidoscopes in the sky When it's all dark That's great and it'll just float around, and then we'll just be happy because mushrooms. And those mushrooms can be put on top of burgers that we get from that beef,
2: and we so you're just, never not tripping. So we're going way, way back far <laughs>
1: left. <laughs> everyone <laughs> eats
2: mushrooms all day.
1: Mushrooms all day on top the of The environment
2: has completely died. It's the year 2100, and everyone eats mushrooms all day.
1: And I think I just meant in the bipartisan
2: middle because it's on top of beef. Well, that would be the ultimate bad trip. That's kind of what the human race would deserve. That's the ultimate the Swiss. The ultimate bad trip. You eat mushrooms where you get in tune with the earth, and then <laughs> the earth is like, you killed me. Dude. So everyone just walks around in a bad trip. This is a great fit.
1: Also, bit. I'm just saying, that would be the best beef and Swiss oh, yeah. with mushrooms I've ever had.
2: Let's have us a Saturday sometime. Dude's
1: with, oh, with some Get some beef,
2: which is the problem. Love it already about it. We'll grill it up the only way that you know how, baby. Yeah, I got it. We'll do it up there on the roof, babe. Yeah, and let's get some shroomies and fucking put them on a pretzel bun. Done. let's, <laughs> do <it>. let's have <laughs> us a Saturday in the fall.
1: Look, I knew I go saw to you were, Bengals game. I
2: saw you were searching
1: for it. I'm like, nope, already pretzel bun. Pretzel yeah, yeah, bun's yeah you're done. the guy.
2: Havarti, whatever you want to go with. Ooh, Havarti would
1: be fun. Yeah, Havarti would be great in the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I love the idea of people just getting through <laughs> martial law by just being, like, odd mushrooms. <laughs> that's a great sketch. Oh, that's
1: so it's funny. so
2: funny. It really is. Like, Look,
1: I can't see the sun, but you know what I can see? Yeah. Thousands of shapes
2: yeah. when I eat this, yeah. and they're holding up the burger. You're just walking around, and you're just like Mother Earth is screaming. Yeah. But uh, this is pretty wild. <laughs> this is pretty great. Yeah. Also, you know. look at my hands.
1: People will say people and people in the in the afterlife will be like, "What did you see?" I'll be like, "What I just saw up here, motherfucker." Yeah, wouldn't you believe it? It's wouldn't you beef leave it? Wouldn't you beef leave it? <laughs> But no, you're right. You're right. It is a massive problem. Let's and just fix
2: it. I, yeah. <laughs> let's
1: let's just let's just fix it. Is one of my favorite let's things. Just fix it. Every human said, "Let's just fix it." Come on.
2: Yeah. Now I mean, here's yeah, well, the other thing. I hate that attitude. I was doing that in jest. I mean, but like right. obviously, there's it's hard to fix. But on, but it's mm. like every person. It's just money that is keeping it going. Here's the issue with all of this.
1: Everything we've ever talked about with politics, all that stuff. It's like, well, let's fix it. When will people stop what they're doing, immediately drop everything to become an activist and do it? Yeah. Because there's no money in it. There's no real money in it. I mean... And here's here's the example. It takes a
2: special kind of person to dedicate their life to something that has no money, huh? Hey, that's another comedy. knuckle up to us
1: in comedy. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we're making money off this, Even,
2: but eventually,
1: yeah. Well, I'm making, you know, we're making something. Uh, I'm no longer losing money, so that's tight.
2: I'm uh, making rent.
1: Well, yeah, but like nothing else. But now. like oh, nothing.
2: <laughs> that's <laughs> I it. Can't stress but, that enough. No, I am. I am just, making rent, which is cool. But that money could go to far other things, <laughs> 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 including beef and mushrooms.
1: Yeah. Um, but like you know, they, you know, everyone's like, oh, "Well, let's fix it. Let's do something about it." Okay, fine then take the time to do it and make it happen and stop bitching, stop posting on Facebook like there's someone I know oh, who's Oh, the like,
2: Facebook post culture sucks my ass It's terrible. Asshole.
1: It's awful. Like, Trump this, Trump that. I'm like, then do something. Quit your job and become an activist and work for a local, uh, 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 someone who believes in what you believe in and and go door to door and hand out flyers and say this is who you should vote for because it starts on a small level and works its way out.
2: It's annoying to read, but ultimately I think that like... The people that are like, you know, the the, 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 the the person who thinks they're super woke and is just posting constantly about all these bad things and spouting and it seems negative, like, to just try to look at it in a positive light, like, that's about as much as the average person can do. Like, to what yeah. you said, who's going to quit their job and fly to the Amazon and pick it there and, like, have right. buckets of sand and right. try to try, stop it? No, Nobody. You can't. Yeah. You you would ruin your life. I'm just saying stop complaining and do something. Oh, yeah. Of course. I agree with you so much. I'm just... Or throw throw your money where your mouth is. It's just such a weird thing. It's such an in-between. Like, what's worse? It's happening and no one has anything to say about it. Or the smart people keep their mouth shut and discuss about it on their podcast. Hit it. Boom. And... Some people, their only outlet is to put it on Facebook. And although it comes across as, like, high and mighty, it's just their only outlet. Yep. It's their only way. You know, we're, you know, we are privileged. We got this podcast and we do stand-up and we can just go up and yeah just talk about whatever the fuck you want to. Right. Well, let's Some go. people, their only thing is, like. I am so mad about this right. It's also a sense of community Because everybody else who posted the same fucking thing About the same news story Is going to like it You know what I'm saying Right. Just trying to think of Facebook As anything other than a Hateful vacuum of <laughs> stupidity Right
1: you know? Well let's go Let's let's take that And think about like people bitching and complaining Let's take a hard right with that As And I think the best thing that has happened to Planned Parenthood Is that they're leaving the federal government See you later See a buy because they're you're gonna out of make private, they're gonna make so much more money in the private sector, they're gonna make so much more money off of donations. People being mad, like, we're not getting federal government federal funding for all this stuff. That's great because you're gonna make so much more that it's gonna make a
2: like, which is right in your coffers. Now, do it, do right with it. Do
1: it Compl- You complain now, put your money where your mouth is so that people can get. Well, the big thing is abortions, which is only 30% of what Planned Parenthood does. Right. Not even. It's like 13%. I apologize. But now you can put your money where your mouth is. All these people who complain about government funding and stuff, take that money out of your pocket and go throw it that way because the money coming out of your paycheck isn't going there anymore. So why don't you take that money that was going to be out of your paycheck and go put it in there? And the
2: money that was going out of your paycheck most likely was just being grossly mishandled. Of course, that's what abortion is. Well, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that, that's pretty pretty well played. Thank you. I don't know. So I, fast. I love the idea of money going into people's hands who will actually use it right. Worst case scenario, we, we look up and in 2022, the CEO of Planned Parenthood makes $10 million a year and has a house in France. Right. But hopefully that won't be the case. So they're just a rapper. I hope it's, <laughs> yeah, right. No shit. But anyway, I you know, the Reds are playing baseball. Dude, team. we got we to gotta bring it back. because <laughs> hey, you, Can you just freestyle it for a little bit? Because I got to pee.
1: Golf freestyle it. I got gotcha. you. Uh, the Reds did what the Reds.
2: I love you guys, by the way.
1: I love them, too. I love you so much. You know what makes love better? Blue Chew. If you just pop one of these soft, chewable tablets into your mouth, nom, 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 and put it down, you know what? Your dick's going to get hard again. It's going to get so hard, no matter the circumstance. It will happen, maybe. Can't guarantee anything, but I will guarantee this. They're sponsored by us. So, just eat that Blue Chew. Go to BlueChew.com and put in the promo code CHAIR to get $5 off of your shipping. How crazy is that? $5 off your shipping so you can maybe get your dick erect again. You know? Erect it to wreck it. You know? Just smash some beef. You know? Or butthole. I'm not saying that Blue Chew is gender-specific to what you're putting it in. I'm just saying, eat it up and slam some hole. That's all I'm saying. Just promo code chair <laughs> i'm sorry lee's laughing from the bathroom promo code chair to put your hair up on your partner's neck that's all i'm saying so use it up blew it up but and chew it up just make it happen dude how great was that Man, what the fuck! I thought you were gonna talk about the Reds. I, Andrew said, "Have fun with Blue Chew." You talked about the Blues, dude. I talked about the St. Louis Blue Chews.
2: <laughs> that was so funny. Wreck it up to wreck it up. That should be their slogan. Get you a wreck to wreck. <laughs> Get you a wreck to wreck it. Wreck it up to go wreck, wreck it, it up. up, son. All right. Also, I love the non-gender specific holes. Yeah, dude just smash. You could put it in a guy's pussy.
1: Dude, you could put it in a hole in the <laughs> ground. Whatever makes you come. And if you can't come, eat these pills.
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: Eat them. Nom nom nom. So, here's what happened since we talked? Um, we talked Thursday night where the Reds won. Um, Friday not so great. They lost 4-13. to <laughs> Oh, boy. Thanks. Such a fucking funny
2: transition.
1: <laughs> was it a hard transition? No. <laughs> if you need a hard transition, use Blue Chew oh to God. get your
2: transitions hard again. God, that just was so funny. Like, you were just like, anyway, and you delivered all these scores so melancholy. And, like, 15 seconds earlier, oh, we were just talking about... Boy, the, pussy,
1: <laughs> boy, pussy, and the Amazon burning to the ground. Oh, hit it, Mike Webster.
2: M yeah. When,
1: when's he coming up?
2: He'll He's, be up. I ain't worried about it. Oh my god, he dude. texted
1: us and told us we
2: did all this bullshit, and I didn't even do the Webster story, bro. Save it. Save it. Yeah, we're already deep. I we think, are so deep. Oh yeah, I just
1: looked at the time. We're
2: deep. Jesus Christ.
1: We've. I think it's been an hour.
2: We, we, we were like, started, we were like, let's be tight. We started this podcast <laughs> and said, "Let's." I'm talking five seconds before we started recording. We're like, let's we were be like, tight. Man, we got such a long weekend ahead of us. We're both so tired. We worked so hard this week. Let's be tight. And we talked an hour about like life. Oh my god!
1: And like, I don't, I don't feel bad for people listening. I think that there's, there is a, there is the
2: people that listen to this like this part.
1: They love this part.
2: They like this part. And they love this part, and we love them.
1: Until I'm told to keep it on track, yeah.
2: And Until An- I'm told, if Andrew ever tells us to keep it on track, guess what we're gonna do? Keep it on track. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. Until then, we're nasty boys.
1: Yeah, lick my asshole. Um, <laughs> it was brutal. That was Luis's worst start of his
2: career. Yeah, ever. He got. He was. He was rocked. Yeah.
1: And and I think the thing with what happened when you watch that game, it's they figured out his changeup. They let let him go outside with it, but when he came back inside with a fastball or a changeup, they knew
2: exactly what to do. Dude, think about collectively in the league, the hundreds and thousands of hours that people have sat and watched Luis Castillo tape trying to figure out his changeup.
1: And the Cardinals...
2: Did it? No, oh, they did. They knocked him off. He it it could also be combined with him having a bad day. But it
1: wasn't that bad of a day. Yeah,
2: I mean his stuff did look good.
1: It looked good. He did. They they knew when to hit him and when not to hit him. So which like do you think he? I don't think he was tipping his pitches. But at the same time, I think Tucker. Yep, yeah, that was who was catching. Excuse me.
2: Yeah, that he got is got comfortable with calling. That's unsettling to see Luis get. Touched like that, right? I mean, not like you're worried, worried about it, but it's like, damn, they had his, they had his ass. That, but day.
1: it's like a, it's a division rival who's yeah. hot. Yeah. So it's one of those things where I bet Louis that the Castillo and Tucker like sit down and go, we need to change the game plan with these fucks. They
2: could have done it to anybody, right? You know, the the Cardinals are hotter than a two dollar pistol, dude. I think they're a three dollar pistol. Yeah, they're fucking hot right
1: now. I I man. I watched that Cubs Giants game last night, yeah, that thirteen to twelve game. yeah, which was a battle. It was a fucking great baseball game. Was it Was not one of the longest ones I've watched in a long time?
2: Did Trevor get in?
1: Uh, I don't remember.
2: yeah, hopefully not I watched 13, well, no, I watched
1: it from the sixth on. I started I watched I actually started from the the third on the Giants Mets game, which another hell of a finish.
2: The Mets are fun as fuck. dude. Let me tell you who I
1: picked up off the waiver wire. I have made a resurgence from zero and eight <laughs> to now six and thirteen. After this week, it was no seven shit. and thirteen. JD Davis was on my wire. Wow, the hottest hitter in baseball had a
2: walk off last night. Yep. Wow.
1: Him and Brian Anderson. So you're from the are six you're
2: six and five after starting zero and eight. Correct. Pretty awesome, man. I
1: figured out the league. It's all about starting pitching, so I've been playing the wire yeah. and watching, like I've been reading my stats, and obviously, like what I do is you know see that. Also, speaking of stats, isn't it kind of crazy how um brought, uh David Price brought up how
2: uh David Bill. Why did I say Brian Price? You said David Price. I'm <laughs> I'm drunk. <older. laughs> Jesus
1: Christ, why did I say David Price? God damn it. Bell brought up just at me now? Okay. Um, Brought up that Castillo was number one and Galvis was number three in overall fielding percentage. Which, is, when we looked at it earlier, it was like two, Galvis was two and he was three. Yeah. They brought it up this week, and some other reporters said, like, oh, we didn't know that. Well, the new nasty boys fucking did.
2: Billy did. Billy's stat boy, baby. Stat boy Billy. Fucking got
1: it Sam Lequeur I'm the numbers guy Hit it up Nail it Hey Joe Luckup, up Lick him a balls
2: I know Billy's better doing. than you At your job
1: Doc. I'm not I'm not But Yeah he is Lick my, lick my balls Luck up <laughs> <Lick> him up <laughs> look up <Lick> him up, <laughs> up But I think Maybe Tucker Was calling out a great game Also Tucker has been Fucking Killing the game
2: Yes he has Since he's
1: come back And like what I Little said Little
2: switch Hit and catcher man what a, what a nice little piece if he's hot. Think if about he's this. working, it's nice.
1: Think about this. His last 30 games got, well, let's do a smaller sample size. His last 15 games, he's batting two ninety five with a stolen base, seven ribs, six walks.
2: Six walks.
1: Three bombs, seven ribs.
2: 15. Seven 15,
1: runs, 13 hits, and 44 appearances. Out of your catcher.
2: 15-game span, he has half as many walks as Peraza in the season.
1: It's disgusting. <laughs> that's so fucking bad. It's disgusting. Bad. It's gross. But it's just, you know, it's a sore subject. I I, I was talking to my boss, Snead, like, God, I wish they would just DFA him. And he was like, that's never going to happen. You realize that's not going to happen. They're not going to DFA him this season. Peraza? Yeah. It's not going to happen because they have him for the rest of the year. And so... I mean, they have to ar they uh, arbitration where it goes next year and like what happens in the off season. I don't think they tender it.
2: Yeah, no way. No
1: matter the number, because you have so many pieces to work with. There's no reason to DFA. There's no reason to give Peraza a contract when you have Van Meter. Yeah, absolutely. Who can play not. left, right, well, yeah, and second, yeah, and first.
2: And who else plays second base naturally?
1: Mm, Anthony <laughs> Rendon, <laughs> Jimmy
2: Rendon. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Take a blue chew. Get a rin baby. I don't
1: need a blue chew for
2: that. Yeah. Fuck. Hell yeah.
1: Also, you have Kyle Farmer who can play first, second, catcher, left, right, Farmer or center. What so there's guy. no
2: reason to have Perez on this team. No. Absolutely no reason. None. Eating up, eating up space on the bench. Swings a
1: big back bat and carries a small stick. You know what I mean? Right. He doesn't look. He just doesn't look at anything. There's no, he has no plus discipline. There's no reason to. Twelve walks on the season. Also, we're in an Aquino shortage. He hasn't hit a bomb in like two days, two three games now. Yeah, what a bum. I mean, Jesus Christ. Why have him been right? Let's step it up. Dude, come on. How crazy is that? New record. Dude, it's it has been all over MLB Network. Like yeah. when it's like everyone's been talking like what do you can do with Jim Tomey's breakdown? of what Aquino can do with the plate is
2: awesome. Oh really? What are some talking So the, the
1: talking point that he said it, that, that's great it, it was about his back foot. It's how his back foot is 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 facing, it's slanted towards the back corner yeah. of home plate so that way when he steps forward and swings, he's already opening up his hips right. and his arms right. to swing Just through naturally. the Just naturally, yeah. Nat- well, with the, the adjustment
2: he made this, between
1: last year and this year.
2: That's really nice. So, I'm visuali- visualizing yeah. his swing in my head, and that yeah, that makes total sense. You would kind of yeah. have to do that as long and as gangly as he is. Yeah, like if a ball's coming in at 98 miles an hour, and his home runs, he's turning fastballs around. Correct. He's hit a couple hanging breaking balls.
1: Uh, Saturday was the last day that he hit a bomb,
2: which I was there. In my uncle's box. You got to box. see in the Kino Bomb,
1: baby, dude. I was in my uncle's box. That's nice. My uncle is the concrete sponsor of the Reds ACR Concrete. Yeah, dog. His his his. You can see his ad top left corner of the Great American Ballpark. That's so cool scoreboard. Um, and dude, he went all out, which is great. Yeah. We drank between him, uh, my my cousin in law. Alicia, myself, and my uncle John. Yeah, we drank two bottles of Woodford, and there was a little bit left in the bottle. And he was; everyone else had left, and we were still there, just like hanging out, watching the terrible AGR show, AJR show. He shook the ball at me and went, "Finish her up." Yikes! And I finished it. And same with Alicia; we fucking pounded it.
2: You guys can drink some bourbon. It's Woodford's easy. my bourbon, a choice. Mine too. Woodford and water, baby. I just shook a little bit looking at the bottle. Oh, the yeah. Counter. we No, I'm not saying right now. No, but no, no that Christ. is. We've got some nice, cold, 16-ounce Highlights. Miller Highlifes, baby. The only thing we need is a couple champagne flutes, and we're cooking. I don't
1: have any. I only have wine glasses and oh, martini no, glasses. no, it's
2: fine. Well, save them. I'll, get, I'll yeah. bring some champagne flutes for the last set. that That'd be great. Yeah.
1: But, no, it's just like, also, those boxes are awesome. We were in the Founders' Suites on the left side, like, Kind of by uh, where we go uh, With our hookup Put a little bit up Sweet life's the move, dude Because it's hot It gets a little hot You close that door You sit in the AC And you watch it And you're like
2: You want to see a pitch closer? Look to your left It's on the television That's the spot, huh? (sighs) What do the nasty boys Got to do to get a suite? Well, the Jack
1: (laughs) Casino one Is open next to where My uncle was And if you want to buy That suite um, This is not including Beverages or food for a game No, for the season
2: You have to purchase it for a season
1: You can, this is available for purchase for the season $60,000
2: It's a big suite though It's like a two size, it's like big So that comes down to like What, like 7500 a game
1: Correct, not including Your beverages and food
2: Oh, no, so just to be able to, to Watch own it. it in there Correct it's $7,500 a game about
1: Yeah But it's awesome I mean it's I mean if you have that money to throw
2: Oh yeah Fucking Like if you're a company Done Do that So it's 60, 60 grand for a season Yeah What are you doing You're doing the math 60,000 Yeah Divided by what 81 81 Is What are we looking at not a bad deal Would my, my my I was a zero off. What is it? $740 a game. Wait, 740? 740 a game.
1: That's not
2: 6, 60,000 right divided, divided by, by 81, 81 $740 and 74 cents a That's, game. That's I mean I mean, it, it's it's completely out of our If you owned a realm. big company, I wonder if you were able to like I don't know. Wouldn't it be so cool if you could just have sixty grand? What if you had twelve buddies throw five grand at a time? Like, would they they wouldn't allow that? I can't imagine.
1: Why not? The check would clear. you know what I'm saying. Check would clear. What if
2: twelve five thousand dollars checks check checks cleared, and then just twelve dudes had a suite. <laughs> At Great American Ballpark.
1: Why not? Tell me why I wouldn't. They Would they just want?
2: I don't know why they wouldn't do that. That'd be awesome. That'd be the coolest thing ever.
1: Dude, if I was the, like, like a fucking P&G bro, I would fucking do that in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? Like, I'm making this much money. Yeah. I'm doing it. God
2: dang, that would be I would
1: cool. do it in a fucking heartbeat. That would be so cool. Let's talk about Saturday when I was there. Let's talk Aquino about Saturday. Aquino fucking hit a monster. Yeah. He fucking roped that thing to left. Beast. He's impressive. He's impressive. Is he going to be the full-time right fielder? I don't know. Let's see what the rest of the season has. What do you— And spring training. I mean, I'm not opposed to having a competition in the outfield with Winker, Irvin, Aquino, Senzel's your center fielder. Yeah. Done. But between those guys and then maybe bring in somebody, like, who is having a hot-ish season— that could be an older person that you could uh, extend a minor league deal to. Plus, you're getting Dietrich back. That's another person who could play in the out. Could play in the out. We outfield. could.
2: We could just bring could. him back for a total minimum. Right. Pay him as little as we possibly right. can because I don't know if anyone's going out and picking him up.
1: Right. Also, we're eating peanuts from the game on Saturday.
2: My aunt and uncle bought They're a little it. So soggy, good. but they're still so good.
1: You know what? They're still Texas Roadhouse peanuts. Official peanut of the Reds. I caught it right here.
2: They're still so on good. On my lap. Dude, that's not bad.
1: That's not a bad nut. Nuts you know what's good. not a bad nut? When you eat blue chill.
2: It's a fact. It that's a good old nut. I'll
1: tell you that it's much. It's a great nut. I don't know from experience yet. I will get the pharmacy checkup online because I don't want to avoid it. I don't want to deal with any awkwardness.
2: <laughs> Who do you think... Playing ball right now in the league, who would you say is the most similar to Aquino? Like Aquino's highest upside is is like Aaron Judge. Like you could you, say that you know that. what I'm saying? Like right who fielder is with power,
1: they have the same Judge has Judge is taller with more muscle and bigger. Judge thighs. is
2: six foot seven, two hundred and sixty five pounds. Exactly. He's a freak of nature. Right. Aquino's what? Six four, two twenty? 6'4", right. But he's, 30. 20, he's like
1: four. I, yeah,
2: yeah, he's 24 years old.
1: So he's grown into his body. Man, you know who? Uh, it's so funny, I bring it back. MLB Network compared him to George Foster.
2: Really? I can dig that. I like that a lot. I'm a big fan of that. I like that a lot. Even
1: though another red, it's still the same thing. Big, big stick, thin body, just yeah. smoking him. Yeah. Not opposed to that the comparison. In the league right now, I honestly. Another person I would compare him to, big stick, but this person's body was a little bigger, is Vlad.
2: Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. Just the gangliness. Right. The gangliness and just the swing-first mentality. Right. Well, he actually has some
1: discipline. I, was, I, I He has a lot more discipline than Vlad.
2: I was about to double back on what I said directly after I said it. I've I, I watched like two or three at-bats very intently, and he I've seen him... Not swing at curveballs that I expected him to swing at. Let's get a little ahead of ourselves. Sunday,
1: 2 oh, 2 count. What did he do when it, it meant something? It was like the 7th, I think. He worked his way through that count and walked. That That's is huge. more impressive That's huge. than watching him go on a 2-0 count and hitting a bomb.
2: Honestly. As what far did. as being a big league hitter with a big league IQ and like exactly. like seeing him moving on in the future... Down 2 draw a walk late in the game. Yep. It's that's big.
1: That's the shit. You know, not just f- some free-swinging dick Yeah, for up there. sure. Couldn't agree Which more. Would you always want a free-swinging dick when you're eating blue chew. Because
2: <laughs> it's going to go from a free-swinging dick to a free saluting dick.
1: Yeah. You know, I always just try to work it in when I can, and you always want to work it in when you can when you eat
2: blue chew. That's a fact.
1: But, I mean... Saturday was impressive to watch.
2: Blue is bringing out the best of Bill, dude. Dude. Bill's Riff City right now.
1: Dude, I am fucking ripping cities
2: <laughs> because my dick's so hard from Blue
1: City fucking. What was great was Disco was dominant in that start. There was nothing—he he had one blemish in the second. but Aside from that,
2: drooled hard. Um, Couple starts in a row.
1: He's put it together again. So it kind of makes you wonder, like— but, I mean, I still, I don't know. I don't know if I put him in the pen, but it's tough. I mean, Malley's already been told he's going back to the pen. He's going to go to the pen when he comes back. I to like second.
2: Mally in the pen. I don't think Mally proved himself enough in the starting lineup. He had a couple nice spots, but I like. But you don't know his ceiling.
1: That's why I keep saying.
2: You don't know his ceiling. Like,
1: you knew what it was in the minors. Like, he pitched a perfect game and was just dominant. There's a reason he was called up from Double A to the majors. So like you you don't know. Yeah. Disco, you kind of know. It's going to be spotty. Here's where this this fucking series gets me.
2: Which one? The Cardinals?
1: Yeah, that series
2: was Sunday. Sunday. Jesus Sunday, Christ. Bloody Sunday. Alex Wood. That one hurt. Wood is a dudness so far. I know it's a small sample size. He's had one good start
1: one with Danny where he's like, he's one bad start away from being DFA'd. I'm like, that guy's big dick energy. I love it very much, but
2: he's That not might be a little quick on the draw. Very quick on the draw. But You want to be quicker
1: on your draw? Eat blue chip.
2: Sorry. <laughs> no. It- <laughs> I'll, stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. I'm sorry. This keeps derailing us. No, it's fine. I'm impressed. You want to derail? Eat blue chip. <laughs> you want to be able to do a rail off of your dick? Blue chip. Okay, anyway. Um, I, I would agree with you that if he goes out and starts and has another fucking four and a third yeah. with five earned runs and eight hits, a couple walks, like, I'm not saying DFA him, but I don't know. He's on fucking thin ice. Throw him in the fucking pin. We don't have any left handed arms down there. Throw him in the pin and put Mally in. Oh, we got
1: a mirror gap back.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we have a mirror back, so we have one.
1: We have one. Gospin,
2: Immaculate Inning. Uh, what's his dick uh, Goatee uh, Hubel Rob Hubel What's his name Kunel? Coonel? Coonel Yeah Kunal. He's looked alright He had one bad He has
1: had, he has one blemish Yeah And it wasn't even that It was already They were already losing Yeah Aside from that He's looked
2: solid Yeah, fuck Yeah he's looked really nice I like that But I mean I don't know If we're just talking Completely hypotheticals And Wood, if Wood goes out And starts another game And gets shelled Don't DFA him but put Mally in his place and throw him down in there so we have a left out of our Right, arm. let
1: Mally go maybe four, five, and then yeah.
2: bullpen the rest Figure of the out. way. And then fucking throw Wood out there for two and right. see if he can get six <sighs> fucking out. Sims has been dominant. Lucas Sims is a guy in our arm. Could he start? Yes. Do we want to know his fucking ceiling? Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, so like Sims has looked good out of the pen. He's a guy that we can trust. He During the Padres series, the bullpen gave up over eight innings one run, single run. That's, that's insane. What Sims have two innings pitched? Yeah, two innings pitched. On un- nothing.
1: Nothing. Gosman went out there and pitched an immaculate inning, and then went out and pitched another dominant inning after that.
2: That Gosman pickup could end huge. up looking like gold. That what and, is he next year? What is he next year?
1: It's like
2: free agent. No, no. We, he, have, him we have him another year. year. Okay, well that could be
1: huge. Same with Galvez. What if
2: he? What if he goes down there? And you know, gets a big old hard on for the bullpen, and turns it on, and he looks like a number two overall pick. He
1: said he just wants to pitch, and he he's happy to, to be
2: wherever he wants to,
1: wherever we can
2: have him. That makes me. That's happy.
1: the mentality. Because guess guess what he said? I just want to work with Derek Johnson.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, boom, you get to now.
1: Boom. Done with all of these guys. Every person has just been preaching DJ. But also, at the same time, no one has said this. Doesn't that scare you? It scares me that everyone says, I want to work with DJ. Oh, that he's going to
2: get hired away?
1: Not that he's going to get hired away as a pitching coach, but as a manager. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Scares the shit out yeah, of me. that's what I'm saying. I mean, and what Damn. he's done here, like, I don't know if, how you feel it. Because you went out and you got the best pitching coach. Unless you, he has a contract that is stupid. Stupid.
2: Maybe because he went,
1: from, but here's the thing: he went from Vanderbilt as a pitching coach, and then he went to since he went to Milwaukee as a pitching coach.
2: Oh, he wants to be a, a manager. manager. Of course he does. Why wouldn't he be? No matter no yeah. no amount of loyalty in the world, no amount of Cincinnati love, no amount of Money. excitement, unless you can. For I mean, what we're talking about next year? Obviously, where it's optimistic. we this is the Cincinnati optimistic podcast, but like. It could be filth next year. A, a good, healthy, enthusiastic look, Gosman coming look, out of the look, pen?
1: As optimistic as we are and say could, I'm telling you it
2: will be filth. Yeah, it's going to be nasty next season. But We're going to have to stand 15 feet away from the microphone when we record next year because we're going to be screaming with excitement. Yeah. Can you imagine the first episode next season?
1: Now, when they sign (laughs)
2: Rendon doing hot stuff... We're just going to have to... We're going to have to put the microphone outside and we'll record it from your living room upstairs.
1: Yeah, I know. It'll be disgusting. It's going to be gross. Like... Yeah, if I'm the Reds, I am blocking every interview and I'm paying him more because yeah. he's so crucial. Because it's such a fucking the friendly year, ballpark. To
2: the run next year, man, you gotta have an Aces pitching coach,
1: and that's what you have when you have when you have three. You have an ace with Castillo, and then two other ace adjacents. Yeah with with Sonny who has been just dominant with what was it 23 innings with no runs allowed almost beat the record
2: he has a double digits k's per 9 it's well into like stupid. it's like it's like on the 11 end of 10 point something
1: now we're looking at it's it
2: it's wild i Wait. think it's like 10.6 k's per 9 castillo's double digit k's per 9 too no. Bowers had 11 Ks the other. Or Bower had 11 Ks the other night. Also,
1: the fact that we can only beat the Padres by one run for yeah. each of for we lost by one, one by one, and then one by two is so showing that you need to bring in a big fucking bat for next year.
2: Yeah, a big consistent bat. A
1: huge, a huge bat. Someone that you know is a guarantee. A guarantee, no ifs about their health. No, like with Didi and everyone saying sign Didi, sign. No, 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 no. You need to guarantee you pay someone to bring you to bring them in and know like I'm gonna fucking beat the Cubs. I'm gonna beat the Cards. Fuck the Brewers. I mean, it's crazy how they're afloat with Hater being dog shit. They're starting pitching being dog shit outside of Woodruff.
2: Yeah, they have the best hitter in the National League.
1: They have one of the best hitters in baseball. Yeah. There's a reason that there's, like, I, I, the fucking yelly belly fucking bullshit.
2: Yeah. He's filthy.
1: Sonny Gray's, God, it, it's so sexy.
2: Three years, baby. Cool. Three more seasons of Sunny. Mm-mm. I know. I know. You know what's so sad about Joey?
1: <sighs> do we have to do it? We have, like, four more years.
2: You know what's so sad about Joey is that he's he's played first base his entire career, so you can't just move him to first base. I know. You know what I'm saying? Wouldn't it be great if he was, like, on the other corner or if he was, like, a right fielder? Because when we drafted him, he could have been anything. He was a catcher in high school. Yep. He was whatever, you know. But it's just, like, you can't just move him to first base. He's just got to be our first base, you know. That's painful. But save me. His case, save me. What What's his K's per nine? 10.64. 10.64 <laughs> per nine innings. Ten strikeouts over a K an inning. Yeah,
1: but the issue, like I texted you and you and Mike and, and, and Papa Kimbrell, the issue with that is that you can't go long into games because you're pitching – guys at least five six seven pitches because you're trying to k him yeah he's not a ground ball person
2: that's really true
1: and so you're gonna you're gonna get pulled five six innings there's a what he as long as was like a seven and a third Mm -hmm. so you're not you're you're not going long so you have to be able to be like well the bullpen's got to be right behind
2: him yeah
1: and that, I mean, it's, it's a realistic thing about him I'm not shitting on what he's done so far Facts,
2: though if But it's have, a fact If you have 11 Ks per nine There's seven pitch at bats, you know Right You're not sitting someone down on three pitches a lot Right He'll do it every now and again But it's You know, it, I mean, best case scenario You strike someone out on a one-two count You know, like five pitch at bats, sit them down
1: Right um, O'Grady will see you Did he get I think he got sent down yeah he should, but let's talk about van meter. let's talk about our boy. he has been just he, filling in for Joseph Daniel. he's been fantastic. Let's look at his last fifteen games let's just let's just do that split real quick in forty seven appearances he has fifteen hits, five runs, four ribs, three walks, uh a stolen base, and he's batting three nineteen. <laughs> With a 360 on base and a 426
2: slugging, it doesn't. Okay, you know you can say whatever you want about the numbers, and this is super baseball woo woo or whatever. It doesn't look like a fluke. No, you know what I'm saying. Doesn't he look like a big leaguer?
1: He looks like it. Doesn't he he talks like, like a big leaguer. Talks like it too. I don't. Have, he doesn't
2: get nervous when he's right. talking after the game. He says everything right. He goes out there, he plays with a level, cool level head. You don't see him barking right. about anything.
1: Nothing. He, angry or happy. Do you know what he does when like a, a call is wrong? He looks back in it up and then just gets
2: back in the box. Nothing. No. He, you know what he does when he hits a ball 470 feet? Runs he, the he, he runs it like it's about to be a double. Right. And you know, we've I've, I've been on the record and I still do. <laughs> I love a pimped home run. Yeah. But I also love a businessman. Oh, speaking of pimped home runs. How about Bryce Harper's Grand Slam to close it out? Pretty
1: wild. I mean, him sprinting was cool as shit. I love it. I do too, and I he's, love it. he's been hot, but he's still not worth that. I mean, money. fuck
2: Bryce Harper forever,
1: forever. But, but
2: walk off grand slam, sprinting the bases—hard to deny that's dope. Also in those
1: sick baby blue maroon u- unis, it hurts me. No, Billy, that's funny you bring
2: that. It hurt me how dope of a moment that was for him. Also, <laughs>
1: like I know it hurt, dude. Me, dog. It hurt. It hurt when I saw those. Those. Those are some sexy. Sexy unis. Maroon you know what, piping, dude. Do you know what hurt more? Saturday sitting there and looking at those baby blue St. Louis Cardinals. Loving them. <sighs>
2: in our field. If just like, oh, you guys say... are just going to pimp it out. Ugh. We should have answered. We should have had our best throwbacks of the season. We sh- we did. 76 is dope. 76 is dope, but what Tucker
1: said is accurate. Great to have buttons. I need a belt. I'm catching. You're squatting. They come up. I've been there. With You've been there with the buttons. Little butt cheeks coming up. They they Every time you come up, little button pops off. Yeah. You throw it. You're like, my pants are coming so you got to readjust every yeah. fucking dope.
2: Yeah. So true. Oh, <sighs> <sighs> There's, dude. I've Dude,
1: it's complete
2: <sighs> sidetrack. Complete and total success so far this season with the 150 I bought years so many so hats. No, I bought so many no, hats. No, but I, I want to buy. I need to buy that one. That one right there. Can I see that one real quick? What year is that? What is this?
1: Uh, 60-something. It's the off-white with the Red Sea with the Navy backing with the Navy belt.
2: Man, i tell you what. You know what I don't hate? The Navy.
1: I don't either. The problem is I bought
2: my shoes. I designed them specifically the black. for black. I mean, red and black and white. Very solid But dude That's that that fucking But the
1: 95 season Where they had the They had the sleeveless With the black Blacks, and red yeah. hat With the white and red jersey
2: That oh. was my shit You know what would have I made that Barry, better? I had a uh, Barry Larkin jersey in that You know what would have made it better? What? Black pants Oh just go for with it With red cleats Get just out of here go for it Own it Pull up with those red socks son <sighs> I'm horned up I love playing with uh, uniform ideas and stuff. That's why it's been so fun this year. We've looked fly as fuck, dude. You know what? We should our alternative jerseys should be fucking sleeveless, bro. The sleeveless jerseys are so tight. Tucker was
1: all about that on Twitter. He was like, "Bring back the sleeveless. Bring
2: back. We should be the only team in Major League Baseball with alternative sleeveless jerseys.
1: You know who does have sleeveless? Who? Still. Colorado
2: Rockies. They rock sleeveless out there. Yeah,
1: they've got the black with the purple undershirt. <laughs> I didn't
2: realize that sucks. Their jerseys no, suck. But, no, but, but I'm like, saying. No, but I'm saying. Does anybody rock it without the undershirt?
1: That's the thing that we did. Yeah. That, no, yeah. that's
2: what I'm saying. Yeah. I want to go sleeveless. If you want to wear an undershirt, wear an undershirt. But I hope we've got four starters that are just sets out, dude. I love it. It was so about cool. It. Let Michael Lorenzen go out there and pitch Mikey biceps with No, with sleeveless to pitch? Dude. Are you kidding me? You want S- baseball to sexy. matter again? Sexy dudes with their seps out playing. You know. It was just so cool. I loved it. It's like throw ba- it's, it's just like, yeah, we're playing baseball. No sleeves. Fuck it. Done. We tore them off. Yeah. We're here to play. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it looked so cool. <laughs> They were doing fucking bicep curls in the dugout. It was so fun. Oh, I
1: hated that. No, fuck that. Because that's what happened after they did those bicep curls. They didn't hit. Yeah, we got shelled. Also, um, (laughs) the National Bobblehead, the National... Oh, that fucking person's finally moving. Sorry, I'm looking at my my parking lot. My neighbor... They're never listening to this. uh, It was so funny. She parked her car, and as soon as she got out of her car, she had a fucking open white claw.
2: Hell yeah, killing it, I'm like,
1: that's great, but... You probably shouldn't have your kid in the car. Yikes. And your dog bark all day, dude. I wake up at, you know, 8. I come down to open up my laptop. Dog's barking. They're gone all day. Roadclaw. Then, when I'm done, I close my laptop, at, you know, between 5 and 7. They're, it's barking.
2: Rest in peace, dog.
1: So, I'm going to leave a giant, like one of those oversized Hershey bars from, like, the Hershey factory With a note on it. I already talked to him. I was like, you got to get your dog to shut up. He's like, I know. You know, it's just, it goes all day. We don't know what to do. I'm like, well, that's fine. If you don't know what to do, I'm going to give him a giant oversized Hershey bar with a note on it that says, I'm going to give this to your dog until you figure it out. (laughs) Bottoms up. (laughs) Figure it out. I'm not that loud. Yeah. I might fart. And it's wet, you might hear it through the mic, yeah, <laughs> but like I play my music, a okay, like it's not like a, a loud level, yeah, I'm not listening to fucking, you know, I'm not I'm not blaring rap, I'm like,
2: "hmm, Alexa,
1: play any human soul
2: by blah, blah blah. I think it hurt, I think she heard you. Can't <laughs> I can't find any human soul by like grandma. I can't find any human soul by grandma. That's tech. Well, anyway, technology is weird. It's great. So, yeah, anyway, but
1: um, <coughs> the other person who continues continues to do well is, is fucking Irvin.
2: Philly, boy. Dude, there's no... Opening day starter. All
1: right, here's the issue. Why we lost that Padres game was because Trevor Bauer went out there and had 11 Ks in over 100 pitches in fucking, what is it? Yeah, seven innings. He had five hits, three runs, two of them earned. The reason that third one came through was because Peraza wasn't left and misplayed it.
2: How is Irvin not an everyday starter? Correct. Well, no, I mean, are you putting no, Peraza I mean, out there?
1: That cost you a game. <laughs> and if you, and I'm not even saying like playoffs, which it could still be
2: realistic. You're only No, 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 but as far six and as a just half. winning. As winning. That day. Philip Irvin starts every game.
1: You have Trevor Bauer, who you only have for one more year after this, and you want to convince him to stay here, who's a guy who's like, I only sign one-year deals with contenders. Win the fucking game. Bauer's, Bauer's face after that, he dropped his face and shook his head. Yeah. That's on fucking David Bell. Yeah, it is. That's on the fucking front office. That's on everyone inside of the Reds organization on why he's playing left. Because remember the last time he cost us a game in left? It was in Anaheim, which is a team you took two from. Yeah. And you lost both of them out there. And one of them was because he didn't understand how many outs there were. Yeah, I know. This guy is a fucking moron. Yeah. Yeah. He's a dipshit, and he can't field his position. He's
2: not a major league left fielder.
1: The guy can maybe hit. He gets hot, but it's not worth it. Yeah. It's not worth it in the field. There's no reason to hold on to him. Do not fucking pay him when it comes to arbitration time. If it comes down to it and they're like, hey, he wants $2.5 million, offer him two stakes and a hand job. Yeah. And if he can't get hard, give him a blue chill.
2: That is the most... That- when it comes down to it, that's the most egregious part of all of it. It's disgusting. Is the Peraza? Irvin is with us right now. You traded Puig. Irvin should start every game for the rest of the season.
1: No, you platoon him with Winker, but Winker's clearly hurt. And why is he on the? Why is he not on the IL? With his sh- with whatever's going no, I mean, on with you, his back.
2: So you got you got Sinzel in center, right? Winker there's I mean, something oh, yeah, wrong with Aquino, him. Aquino, Aquino, you need Aquino. And I right. mean Aquino is our right He's, fielder right now. He is baseball right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Gotta start.
1: But there is no I don't understand why Winker is not on the IL and someone is up here. Yeah. That's what blows my mind. Because you know Dietrich's back. What is going on with Winker? Yeah. There needs to be it needs to be addressed and we need to know what it is and what's going on. If it's something minor That's fine, but he's had enough time to work through it, and we haven't seen him in two series. Yeah. He could have been on the IL in that time and brought somebody else up.
2: Or just pencil in Irvin a lot more. That too,
1: but I mean— Peraza
2: and left just shouldn't happen for the rest of the season or ever again. Maybe a double switch late in the game. Maybe.
1: Even at second, he's a liability. That's what
2: I'm saying, but his natural positioning is middle infield, correct? I guess Correct. if you had to say his natural position is middle infield. Right. Him in left field, if you're going to put him in left field, put Lorenzen in left field.
1: That's that's what I'm about. You know? Guy guy hits better.
2: Absolutely. Guy's well, more athletic. Has, no, he hits He's better. more athletic. I'm sorry. He's more athletic in the field. That's if, what I meant. Yeah. If you're going to have a non-natural left fielder out there, put the freak athlete.
1: Put Put the guy who played center field in college put, out there. Put
2: the freak athlete out there. You know?
1: Give him four ABs. Whatever. Guess what? Lorenzen probably knows to strike some better and might walk.
2: But good point. Why not? I will tell you one thing. peraza won't walk.
1: No, he won't. He just passed Shebler for most walks a week. We talked about it last week. That is bonkers. Nuts. It's, it's disgusting. Yeah, it is. <sighs> but then you look at you look at the you know the Padres series. I mean, I'm glad that Castillo went out. It wasn't a dominant start, but it was enough. Yeah, only four K's, but he went and he went out and pitched well. Yeah, and then the offense picked up, and the offense was Jose Iglesias. That's a guy who did a drag bunt without no signal, nothing. No he call. moved the runner, and, and guess what? They manufactured a run after the Padres did the same thing. Yeah. I'm not saying you sign the guy For what he wants But you also have to have a sports agency MVP sports group go Look, this guy was a Minor league invitee He made the team, he's making his 2.5 He's not going to get that Anywhere else he, If he wants to sign for more, fine But guess what, he's not going to be a part of a competitive club Next year We'll just move Freddie Galvis, And then sign Rendo There's no reason to overpay this person Iglesias. Correct. There's no reason to, even though he's out hitting what's on the back of his ball card.
2: So if we do that and sign Rendon, but deal Galvis, who's our shortstop?
1: No, no, no. Galvis stays. Galvis stays. No, Galvis stays. It's a $5.5 million option with his annual adjusted value at $10.53 oh, million. So, next, so you're getting next him for year, half next, price.
2: Next year, if we keep Galvis, we pay him 5500000 no, million. No, no. We're keeping him. No, but, and we pay him five and a half. Right, when I said his Whereas annual... Whereas we would have to push some chips in and at the very least give Iglesias mm. two years, 28.
1: I wouldn't even say that. I say you give him,
2: you offer Because he it. wants four.
1: He wants four, from what I've been told. None of your business, from where it's from. Yeah. Um, but if you give him two years... I, man, I wouldn't even say 20. I would say two years, 13.5. Right, sure. Knowing what you paid for him la- when you got him yeah. and knowing that he couldn't find a, a job when the year before he hit 280... The week before he got signed, when I talked about it, well, like why doesn't I'm this saying. guy have a job? Well, and then he got signed for the minor for the major league minimum. Like he got an invitee, and then he gets the major league minimum. Well, I'm
2: just saying, do you think I maybe someone would pay
1: like But the Orioles? So he goes and he's a part of a 60 win team. Yeah, I don't know. Are, I mean, would you? Okay, so now you're in this. Let's think about this. You're a competitive player, person. You were in Detroit for like you were a part of a cool run. For a couple years, and it was disappointing for the other two years. Would you want to be a part of a rebuilding franchise if they're overpaying for you?
2: Like I the mean, Orioles? Me personally? Yeah, of course. Like, me, think about it. Being me, competitive.
1: I'm sorry. If you're a competitive person and someone, who, I
2: would stay with the
1: competition. I would too. Yeah. I'm competitive. I'm competitive yeah. in everything I do. Yeah. I would stay with what's what's working. Yeah. So kind of, it's not a hometown discount, but take a little bit and know that like you have Galvis at second, you who is the third best fielding person, yeah, in all of baseball, person, and a nice little bet. And number one would be Iglesias with which how it's weighted now. I, I it's crazy. It's it fluctuates constantly. With him at, him first, it's short. I mean, come on, yeah. It's insane. I mean, that's what I would do. I would want to be a part of a winning culture that's been created, and want to be a part of something that could be amazing. Knowing you're one, two, and three. God, if the Reds were to just win a one-game playoff and be one, two, and three, and as bad as most major league bullpens are, do you realize that major league bullpens right now, their average, their ERAs are higher than they have ever been?
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, people, I mean, we're also on pace for what, like 200 more home runs than have ever been hit in a season? That's like all of baseball because of the juice ball. Something nuts. It's
1: silly. So, like, why wouldn't you want to be a part of that and continue to have it happen knowing you have dominant pitching around you with Castillo, Bauer, (laughs) you have Castillo, Bauer... And, oh, my God. Sonny. Sunny. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, I, I thought you were peeing, so I, like, was trying to stretch. Oh,
2: no, no. I was just thinking, like. It's Phil. So, no, but Iglesias stay. Like, in what scenario does Iglesias stay? Like, do we move Freddy? I, I, I'm just, I'm not bold no, to Freddy, anything. No,
1: Freddy stays at second.
2: Best case scenario for me is that, <laughs> after what you said, next season we open up mm. and it's Suarez, Freddy, Rendon, Joey. Joey's just completely switched up. He's batting right-handed now, and he's, he's right. going to bat three three twelve next season. Right. You know. You know.
1: Which could happen. I don't. We don't know what's going on with his body. Like maybe there is something severely wrong with his back.
2: One of the things. One of the things that I love about Joey that is, is that we don't know what's going on in between his head, and between his ears. I don't blame his ears. I think that's his body. You don't. You don't think it's his brain. Think I it's think it's, it's honestly his back I think it's at 30, 30, what is he, 34?
1: Well, the back's an iffy thing Yeah, of course he's, yeah, he's 34, but like, it's his back Yeah He's had back tightness this whole year Yeah So, like, I think there's a reason why he's choked up And like, stood up straight And yeah. messed with his feet It's because he's trying to relieve really pressure off his back I would imagine And backs are a fucking nightmare It's your whole body Right, and and people say, like, you know, like, oh, God created us in his perfect image. No, he didn't, because the back is
2: terrible. Yeah.
1: It's a nightmare. I broke my back twice. Like... Oh, man. It's like pressure fractures. It's nothing crazy, yeah. but enough where I'm like, I can't do certain things. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not an athlete, and I'm fat. Like... So, like, th- think about that compared to a minor to a major league athlete who has to swing a 32 to 34-ounce bat every day in the way that Joseph works in the cage all day, every day. So many swings. So, like, what says that his back has just given out is like, fuck. Yeah. And what he said at the beginning of the year, it's like, if I'm not living up to my contract, I'll turn that money back in. Well, do or die, motherfucker. Right. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to call him what out, What if he right? did?
2: Could you imagine?
1: Oh, if he if did he
2: that. What if he did? What if he did and was like, all right, give me just five mil for the last three years? Right, so we can build what around he, what it. What if he did that? It wouldn't put it past Joseph Daniel. I wouldn't either. What if he did it? What if he was the first athlete to, give, to just be like, you know what? Here's 70 million build build around
1: it I want to win a championship yeah. my con- I know understand that my contract is holding a step I don't think that's I don't, a Tom Brady move I wouldn't put it past him That's a Tom Brady move Yeah And you know maybe heard it here first he was sitting he's he you know he's in he's in St. Louis he hears us say that he's like you know what those new nasty boys are right
0: Yeah I'm
1: just saying I If not, you
2: know I, somebody not, if you got a cousin who has a friend who fucked Joey Votto if you have any connection to Joey Votto, let him hear this. Cousin,
1: no matter what's attached, just if you know. Yeah, yeah. Or, or a lover, no matter. no matter what's attached. I'm going to sneeze. Hit <laughs> <Headed.
2: laughs> Billy just let out a good one. That hurt. Let's do
1: one more thing about the Reds and be done. Uh, Derek Dietrich tonight oh. posted a thing on his Instagram of him just, just drunk
2: I doing, mean, let's doing call a it, what it is. just hammered. Hammered. In a ballroom of a hotel
1: Right, in St. Louis With buckets of Bud Light around And like Here's here's my thing I am All about competition Because of this He's a guy who's got I'm, I'm not c- completely calling him out I got the sprayer, he signed it I got the necklace, I got I got the chain around it But what I'm saying is this is a lifestyle choice There's a reason the Reds started winning A little bit more when Puig left I already said it last week about him being a distraction and maybe there was stuff going on we didn't know because he got shoved under the rug. Dietrich's back. He has nothing to lose. He's a bench player making $2.5 million. He's having a good time, having a fun time. His girlfriend is a professional tennis player who's ranked like 30-something in the world.
2: She's also independently wealthy and super hot. So hot. Professional athlete. Right. His life is cool.
1: So, like, what (laughs) says, like... Like, what is stopping him from doing this and bringing everybody else in? And bringing him down. If they lose tomorrow, we can kind of pinpoint, like, not straight
2: up pinpoint why. We don't know who is in the room. We don't know. But I'm telling you. Who's on the bump tomorrow?
1: On the bump tomorrow against the Pirates... Oh, my God. I forgot. It was the Pirates. I thought it was four games. A, that's a, that's next week. So against the Pirates, on the bump tomorrow, Disco. Against Mitch Keller.
2: Disco wasn't there. God, the Pirates suck. It's great. Dude, you want to hear something great? What? Mitch Keller, 1-2 with an 8.86 ERA. Let's score 15 runs. You can go... Let's score fifteen runs. They their tail is between their legs. Right, they I are. They are fucking weekend. eighteen games under five hundred. Man, for after the All Star break. Think about this: if you sweep the Pirates
1: and the Marlins, you are one game above five hundred.
2: Let's go, baby. I thought it was. Is okay, it three so and then, four or four and three?
1: It's three against the Pirates and four against, at against Miami. the Fish
2: at home. Uh, away, it's all the way in Miami. It's all it's away way. This away. is
1: a two. This is like an eleven game. We road got to, trip. Let's
2: you know. We've said also, this every episode, every week. It's this and that and the other. But uh, if we do go seven and and0 on this road trip against two bad teams,
1: it's also Fangraph says that we have the easiest schedule uh, throughout the rest of the year. Come on, look. Let me finish this thing about Dietrich. If we lose tomorrow, I yeah. know who I'm pointing it on. Yeah. And I don't want him to take it easy. Also, Joe Torre was in the booth and Marty asked him like and Tom, which you know, Tom was overconfident and zealous, had his, his buttons open, was like, Wow, ah, you're you're great. Man. I remember calling the A L C S and yeah. NLC you know, when you were there and NLCS. I'm like, Tom, we get it. Come on, get to the point.
2: This is your dad's
1: night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your dad from now on. Yeah. Also, isn't it awesome, like, what they're doing with Marty for that last month? It's pretty cool. It's Marty month. They're going to have a Marty party. His last, like, uh, he's going to be, like, for two days. Or, no, not the... Like, the last three games, he's going to be in the, like, on the concourse calling games. Which Marty's like, oh, it's cool, but it's not as cool as when I called a game with Joe at Riverfront in the stands. Hell, yeah. Which I'm like, cool. Own that. But uh, the last game... (laughs) 20,000 fans get FM receivers to 94, 94.5 to hear Marty call the game, which is a Wednesday day, day game, so.
2: That's so cool. That's
1: 20,000. I'll be there. I'm skipping work.
2: September 29th is the last regular season game of the year. The 26th, la- yeah. Or 26th, is it? Is it a Sunday? It's a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. So we're both skipping. You, hold on, hold on. We're both sure? skipping work. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not skipping work. I'm going with work. Yeah, we're going to be there, and then afterwards they're having a party on the field, for Marty.
2: What is the last? What What's the last game that he's going to call? Is it Is it the 26th? I thought it was the 29th. Yeah, it's a
1: Thursday, 26th, 12-35 against the Brewers. 25th is the 6:40.
2: That's the last game. I thought I, I thought it was At the home. 29th. For, yeah, so that's the last game he'd call. Or At no, home. no, but. But he'll call the last game of the season, correct? The 29th yeah, at on Pittsburgh. Sunday? Yeah. At Pittsburgh. Do you want to go? No, dude. We I, I don't know. I forgot that if I didn't tell you. We can confirm that we can do a podcast at the Hub if we want to. Me and Chuck talked. We're going to have a giant Reds party, the last Reds game of the year, and watch the game and pipe in the radio, and we can do a podcast.
1: During the game or right after?
2: <laughs> I'd say During i say we just do it during, I mean, whatever. We can do it whenever we want Let's to. Do it right after. Yeah, we can do it And then talk about after. how great Marty yeah, is. Yeah, dude, we can do that. I'm in. Yeah, Sunday, September and then, 29th. And then
1: follow that with October 13th. Yeah,
2: Sunday, September 29th. Done. Yeah, at the Hub. It's going to be amazing. That's great. We talked great. to Chuck. You just found that out live. I'm sorry, I thought we talked about that. We
1: kind of talked about it, yeah. but we didn't confirm yeah, it. Yeah, no, then.
2: but it's a thing. We can We can plug that.
1: But... I mean, after these, you've got these, these three against the Pirates. You've got four against the Marlins. And then you, the tough thing about this schedule is, the, actually the hardest part, is you have four away at the Cardinals, and that Saturday's a doubleheader. Hmm. So that we're, that's where, we'll, we'll talk about that later in the week after when we destroy the Pirates and the Fish. The Fish have been playing better ball. <laughs> they've been playing better ball.
2: Yeah. They've got a couple nice pieces down there. Brinson's playing brian anderson yeah um
1: so you know it'll be interesting but i think we could fucking
2: which i will say honestly makes me happy because god that's i mean the marlins just got raped and pillaged
1: but then think about this you fucking you get there you're 67 and 66 you split against the cards and you're still what A you're a gate you're still two games over <laughs> yeah and then, or you're still, yeah, you're, you're two games over. And then you've got the Phillies at home and the Diamondbacks at home. And then you can leapfrog the Diamondbacks. And then after that, I'm in Seattle. Yeah, I don't know what- where I'm watching meaningful baseball in Seattle right. the second week of September. That's incredible. And I. We can- were like, we were talking, like, sorry, sorry. No, Jake no. and I were talking, go ahead. like, oh, we should probably just go to two. But where it's at, like, honestly. We might go to all three because yeah. they're
2: meaningful baseball games. Yeah, I know. And like I don't know where we were at this year at this point last year, but I can almost guarantee we weren't 6 games under 500.
1: We yesterday, was it yesterday the the when we got over 60 wins um the last year where we were, it was September
2: 17th. When we got to 60? Yes. September 17th is when we got to 60 last year? Yes. Okay. Well, then, if you are boo-hooing about the red season this year, then I don't know what to tell you, man. Fucking call your dad and fix your relationship. <laughs> this is like a great year.
1: I'm going to call out um, everyone, including Chad Dotson. I will call you out right the fuck now. I know you listened to The Hunt for the Red October, so you probably have perused over this and you know this is happening. Don't be negative. The Reds don't hate us. It's it's a, it's We are closing out the rebuild. And how much better can it get than this? After we went out and did a lot of moving and shuffling, we got Bauer. We got rid of Homer
2: Bailey. Oh, oh, lo- yeah. Before, yeah, absolutely. Think about that. Yeah. We had
1: Puig. I mean, like, as much as I think he was a distraction, and everything like we have good. made we the right
2: moves. It got eyeballs. It was a perfect piece of a rebuild. We were... Eyeballs and attention moving for a bigger, more important piece for the future. I'm
1: sorry. MLB Network was talking about us for a while. Yeah. And ESPN just went, oh, Cincinnati, and then talked about us for a minute because ESPN hates Cincinnati. Dude, is Isn't they, it crazy? Even when the Bengals are good, they're just <laughs> like glancing like, nah, eh, whatever.
2: Piece of shit middle of the country. Right. Yeah. But they have...
1: Uh, Phil San Antonio or whatever his name is. South Phil South South
2: Palin Philly.
1: I think Phil Sal Antonio is pretty good. Yeah, but
2: Phil Sal Antonio.
1: In Eagles camp like no matter what's going on like I'm old and I'm still here.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Come to Philly. Nah. It's tasty.
1: But you know what? Fuck them.
2: Let's let's work West Coast. We got to get out of here, man. We got to do these burns. We got to get the atrocious Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Jesus. What do you think of atrocious? I I haven't used it yet, I don't think.
1: Atrocious is good, no. Atrocious is great. Also, the picture, uh, you can always follow along. It's in the description. Follow along with the slideshow. Um, first off, this slide, I am very proud of yeah, it. Yeah, got the rally monkey holding a monk, the rally monkey. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. And then cool. Mike Trout holding two bass.
2: Couple bass, Mike bass. Mike
1: bass, Mr. Trout with some bass. First up. Artie Moreno. He looks like if Zorro had to hang up his cape and cow because of the hashtag me too movement. <laughs> Also, Marty made his fortune from selling his outdoor systems from selling outdoor systems, which was a billboard company for four point five billion. Jesus. Uh first billboard he ever sold? His forehead.
2: Oh yeah. Prime real estate. <laughs> Big old forehead. Yeah, just right there. You can just- put yeah. 10 by 10, baby.
1: (laughs) It was huge, but anything then.
2: Oh, man, he looks like Walt Disney if Disney made child porn.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just want to make sure the kids hate the Jews. Yeah,
2: he he looks like a puppet master who uses human children as his puppets. (laughs) And, again, with the Walt Disney reference, he looks like Walt Kidney Disease.
1: Oh, dude, that's great.
2: Yeah, ugly boy. Walt Kidney Disease is (laughs) one of my favorites. Billy epler Uh, billy epler what's longer the angels playoff drought or billy epler's face it's a big old long
1: horse face tough one the most expensive giveaway the angels have ever had is billy epler bobblehead night (laughs) big old head (laughs) he was he started as the director of scouting for the new york yankees when brian cashman was hired they Uh created that department um eventually left to be the gm of the Angels. Uh, Some said he was forced out of New York because he acted like he had the biggest head in the room.
2: (laughs) He looks like a a property brother who sells property on his forehead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, he looks like he made his fortune giving out faulty loans to poor people. (laughs) Uh, And uh, this is one of your most recent fun bits. He looks like a ferret in human face. Oh, I love that. (laughs) That strikes a chord. Ferret boys. Brad Ausmus. Brad Ausmus. The old skipper.
1: This guy, he's on his second managing job. His first managing job, he was with the Tigers. He had Miggy, Furlander, Scherzer, and Martinez, and only made the playoffs once. Now he gets another chance to prove he can lose with different superstars in their prime. Yeah, Jesus Christ. that
2: that Those Detroit teams were nasty.
1: Dude, and they only made the playoffs once. They lost in the ALDS. Yeah. Yeah. And then just like miss the playoffs. Yeah. You're telling me you lost with all of those
2: yeah. pieces. Yeah, Miguel fucking Cabrera in a triple crown year couldn't get to the NLCS.
1: He couldn't get to the World Series. S- he couldn't
2: get to the World Series. It's fucking crazy.
1: Also, he looks like a high school tennis coach who constantly asks if their mom is picking them up today. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is Linda going to be
2: here? I'm just curious. Yeah, anyway. Is she going to be around? Oh, man.
1: I just, I just want to know, like, is she, oh, no, it's Frank? Okay, cool. It's, I'm glad your dad's going to be here. <laughs> yeah, <it's>
2: fine. <laughs> that's it's fine. That's cool. fine. No,
1: it's cool. I mean, it's whatever.
2: So are you, like, seeing anybody?
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? He just looks like a bag I just can't believe he got another job with a fucking organization who throws money around.
2: Him. I know. And, he, dude, I mean, Brad Ausmus, he looks like Joe Rogan inspired him to start his own coffee company.
1: Send me that
2: <laughs> as soon as you get in the car. Yeah, uh, yeah he definitely has stock in Nautica. <laughs> that's so fucking great. Yeah, and he looks like a dad who connects with his kids through dank memes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you do you follow uh, Meme gone on Instagram? Yeah, because I do. Me too, bro. Meme too. Meme yeah, too. Meme too, son. Oh, that's those are all fucking great. Thank you, sir. They're so good. Shohei Otani. This guy's This guy wears so much body armor at the plate, his nickname should be Shobo Cop.
2: <laughs> oh, that's great. I want
1: to make that into a shirt so bad. Shobo we're, Cop. It's like just like the head of Robo Cop over him with the armor. With
2: all of his fucking... All
1: of his armor. Make that shirt. How about we make that shirt and sell it?
2: Make that shirt. Yeah. I think, that's, I think we're going to do that. Do it. I will wear it. And we you do. have the means like, sell that shirt. People it's would buy that shirt. Pretty good. You can make a lot of money selling that shirt. You know who would love that shirt? Danny. Danny would buy that shirt. Danny
1: would wear that shirt. Danny
2: Tyler guaranteed buys. I'd buy it. All right. There's sixty bucks in your pocket, son. Well, I've got. Hey, hey, Billy, for real, don't fuck around and make that, make that shirt showbo cop. It's
1: you pretty good. Sell that shirt. All right, we're gonna make showbo yeah. cop. Shohei is a two-way player, which means he's out there fucking ladies and crying yeah, Japanese yeah. girls. Oh,
2: man, you're bye.
1: Well, you got the third <laughs> and crying Japanese
2: girls. I love it. Because of the porn. Yeah, hit it. Shohei
1: looks so young. I'm
2: pretty sure I saw him playing for Japan in the little League World Series last week. I know, dude. He is such a tiny little young man. He looks like the sidekick from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. <laughs>
1: Ribby, 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 Doctor oh Jones, my Ribby! God,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Jones, you just got it, you just nailed it, uh, Doctor Jones. Oh my God, that just geeks me. Strong it's crazy. Work. He
1: went from Temple of Doom to Goonies to being a lawyer
2: to peace out, peace. see a Hollywood. Yeah. Har- he probably time. had one meeting with Harvey Weinstein and was like, you know what? I'm going to go to law school. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I realized, yeah, I had a meeting with this guy named Jeffrey Epstein and I can't quite put my finger on it, but I think he might be up to something. I'm going to be a lawyer.
1: I could not put my finger on it, but he sure tried.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No shit.
1: You told me about this island.
2: I couldn't put my finger on it, but he could put his finger on my butthole. (laughs) So
1: I got out of acting. Look, when someone puts their finger on your butthole and you can't get hard, go use (laughs) Bluetooth.
2: because that is a problem that could be cuz a mean, finger on the beehole you should have a boner don't even get me started yeah i, I definitely won't chad daniel's joke. oh yeah oh it's I the best i blew
1: a hole through the wall
2: yeah. <laughs> shotgun
1: blast i had to go next door and apologize to the neighbors <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorites him and tommy johnigan
2: baby i can't wait can't wait you know
1: it sucks as the reds are out of town cuz he said next time he was like he's like i told him I was like i'm going to move which i'm not and because I got a dope apartment, He was like, you know, it's your last year. I'm going to try and gun and make in. And, you know, I told him I'd gar- I guaranteed him diamond seats. Yeah, because I can do that if we do it in advance. Yeah. None of your business. Why? And um, <laughs> and he was like, OK, but they're out of town.
2: Yeah. What are you going to do? That's Sunday. God, Which- he gets in tomorrow at four. And off to the fucking races, baby.
1: Off tomorrow at four? Yeah. Well, I might get off work t- early tomorrow. Yeah.
2: I might not even go in, bitch. I, I don't fucking blame you. <laughs> I got shit to get done, and yeah. as soon as it's done, yeah. bye. Yeah, for sure. Cannot wait. So, are you thinking yeah. them up? Yeah. Tax pay. <laughs> Will do, baby boy. <laughs> All right.
1: Oh, dude! I have one, two, three, four, five jokes about this guy.
2: Well, good for you. I've got a couple. I'll go first. Go and first. You can close it out. Just I don't know. I got a lot of love for Albert Pujols. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Albert Pujols. He's so old and overpaid. I'm surprised he's not in Congress. That's <laughs> Not brilliant. bad. That's and, great. And uh, Albert Pujols somehow, his contract is worse than Bobby Bonilla's. <laughs> <laughs> like, somehow. Oh, that's so I mean, funny. Jesus Christ, we think we got a bed with old JoJo. Hold on. This motherfucker's hold that. got a hold whole that. lot
1: of time left hold, to hold play. That. His nickname is The Machine, which if, you, if he was a machine now, then you could find him in a scrapyard. <laughs> He's an abacus man. Ab- Albert. Is the slowest player in baseball with an average speed of twenty-two point two feet per second. So I guess you can now call him fattest Albert. (laughs) He has never been for
2: real. He's the slowest
1: statistically. Yes, last year they tracked it. He has never been fleet of foot, but he sure he. Sorry, he has never been fleet of foot, but it takes fleet to move one foot. It takes a fleet
2: to move one. It takes a village to move a a foot, baby. I get it. That's That's a nice word play. I like it.
1: When Albert retires, he'll for sure be a first ballot Hall of Famer and first in line at the buffet.
2: No shit.
1: And when you said contract, I think this is my favorite joke I've written all season. (coughs) I will hype it as fuck because I love it. To say that Albert hasn't lived up to his contract (coughs) is an understatement. I've signed better performing contracts with Cricket Wireless.
2: (laughs) That's good. (laughs) We we got after Albert's old contract, dude. But good.
1: honestly, he was a Reds killer. Oh yeah, he was a machine with St. Louis, Reds. and like St. Louis said the right thing. Like, no, we're not. They gave him like a five-year, two hundred million dollar offer, and he scoffed at. Yeah. It. And then he was like, "No," and then or uh, it was five years, one hundred and sixty. He said, yeah. "No, no," and then went out to Anaheim.
2: They gave and, him two fifty.
1: Yeah, and wasted away. Imagine if he stayed in St.
2: Louis. Just stayed with that team. He was had a statesman. Yeah, we'd be done.
1: There was never a chance in 2012, in
2: 2013. Billy's in between hiccups and burps right now. It's all all sucks. No, Albert Pujols, class act, first ballot Hall of Famer, peed clean, doesn't look clean, but whatever, he got away with it. Got it. You know? Yeah, it looked like shit. I'm a Pujols fan, even though all he did is just crush the Reds.
1: Destroyed him. Left fielder, Justin Upton. Justin Upton looks like a fish. Upton, more like upstream. <laughs> in 2017, Justin signed a six-year, $105 million deal. Just uh, just that way they could, oh, sorry. Just just so they can make sure the Angels could have more bad contracts and no pitching so they could make sure they didn't make the playoffs.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Bring in Justin Upton. Why not? Just- he's, he's a name that people know. Bring him yeah. in. Bring It's him in. Los Whatever. Angeles.
1: Well, you know, bring in names, because they, you know that Artie bought the team from Walt Disney? Yeah, no
2: shit. Yes. He looks so much like Walt Disney. <laughs> that is fucking crazy. Didn't, why did I not think of that when you were fucking roasting it? Yeah, I don't know. That's nuts. It's wild. Uh, Justin Upton, uh, he looks like if the movie Rush Hour was about Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker melting into one person. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome uh, Oh man uh, He looks like an anamorph Like turning into a snake He Does he eat frozen mice? Like Dude for sure He looks like a fucking viper dude
1: Also did you see the photo shoot With him His brother BJ yeah. slash Melvin yeah. And Kate Upton That's so weird that
2: he was just like a Melvin now
1: A Melvin Also that's how uh, She met Justin Verlander
2: Really She was just around on a shoot No I'm kidding that would be really wild. It'd be crazy. I think I have to sneeze. So hold on. <laughs> Hit it. Billy's been sneezing farting. I fell out of Did you change it or did I change that? No, you changed it. I that. did change it. Mike that. Fish.
1: Mike Trout, the best player and thumbhead in Major League Baseball. Yes. I'm sorry, I have one, two, three, four, five, six. So I'm going to just power through it. Mike Trout looks like he still wears a Letterman's jacket. Mm hmm. Also, I'll put money a on it. A
2: lot of bars on that jacket.
1: I'll put a money on it right now. His first car in high school was an old Camaro, <laughs> just complete Philly trash. <laughs> uh, his beard is just like his playoff appearances, very spotty. Yeah, not many. Mike Trout just passed Derek Jeter in WAR, and some people are asking if Mike Trout really is better than Derek Jeter. The short answer is yes. The short, the long answer is the long, Fuck yes. The long answer is. Yes, he is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. the, the difference is that only one of them gives Fish a bad rap. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Trout will be the best player of all time. It's such a shame only half the country gets to see him
2: play and his team is trash. What a true whack. It, it's such a bummer, man. Like, I don't know. He, he, he really is the best player of all time. It's he, hard to roast. He
1: will finish as the best.
2: Yeah, and he just looks... Like a dumbass. <laughs> like, he looks like a twelve year old with half a billion dollars. <laughs> like it's he crazy. looks like a
1: twelve year old with half a billion.
2: It looks like he has like a you know, like a one of those car beds. Yeah. It's just like a hollowed out Lamborghini for real. <laughs> <laughs> and he just jumps into it with a sl- through a slide. He's Richie Richest. Yeah, that's what Richie Rich. I almost wrote down Richie Rich. Richie, like, no, Richie Richest. He's the Richie he Richest person it. of all time. Yeah. But like Mike Trout probably lives in like the dopest mansion of all time, and he's still scared to go in the basement alone. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like he runs off and turns the lights off in the basement and sprints upstairs. He's
1: like Kevin McAllister with the fucking furnace. Yeah, dude. Which is also crazy because who played Richie Rich in the reboot in the 90s.
2: Who? McCall. Kevin uh, McCulkey McCauley Culkin. McCauley Culkin. McCulkin Colley.
1: McCulkin McJackson. McCulkin
2: Colley. Yeah, yikes. No, I don't know. <laughs> Mike Trout looks like he's just, I don't know. He's like ultimate specimen. He looks like he's scared of birds. He's... <laughs> You know <laughs> like, He looks like, like he's scared of birds. Like he looks like like a flock of pigeons in New York yeah. like freaks him out. He looks like he gets scammed all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like he falls for internet like, Yeah,
1: no for sure. Yeah, he no, no, he no. sent
2: like twenty million dollars to a Nigerian in, in prince. prince.
1: Oh that's so fucking dude, it is such a shame that he didn't wait that contract out, make half a billion dollars, yeah. and go play Somewhere where we can all see him Anywhere. I will. I stay up blade and watch Angels games Just because of him He's special And it sucks Because of everything else around that. It team, was cool that
2: he hit dingers at Great American A uh, dinger Yeah
1: And I got to see it Yeah That was awesome
2: Love Mike Trout I, I told the too. story before I man I met too. his whole family Wait I told that story on the pod You did? Yeah uh, I think in the first season When we were It was Roasting them? No super Trevor Trevor got heavy uh, I went and saw Trevor when he was with the Angels, actually, a couple years ago at 2016, I think. And he was with the Angels in his rookie year. Or no, yeah, in his rookie year. And I went and saw him in Cleveland at Progressive Field. And oh, you did
1: say that, and yeah. you sat right and next I to sat, the Trout. The
2: whole row in front of me was like 13 Trout members from because his old-ass fucking aunt's. And fucking cousins and his and his fiance and a bunch of and like a bunch of kids and stuff. And the cool story is that there was a bee floating around because all the little kids had like cotton candy and like buckets full of ice cream and everything sweet and sour patch kids. And there were all these bees. I was just drunk as shit and I just smoked a one hitter in the bathroom. (laughs) And there was a bee right there, and I just raced out and grabbed it with my hand and threw it on the ground and crushed it. And Mike Trout's sister. It was his little nieces and nephews. Mike Trout's sister was just like, that was the fucking coolest thing I've ever fucking <laughs> seen. Thank you so much. That's, yeah, it was really cool. That's, that's my moment. Amazing. That's my one degree of separation from Mike Trout.
1: There's no degree of separation yeah. between you and that bee, though. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, because that bee, got he got punished. He got a keno baby. baby. And he didn't sting you. No, no, no. Because no. they have one of the hardest stings ever. And a keno bee?
1: No, just a good, just a B. I yeah. mean, the, uh, between anything else, if you want to sting
2: hard, use Blue Chew. You take a Blue Chew Come and on. sting it hard. This is so, fuck, it's
1: such a layup. I'm so glad we were this, sponsored.
2: Th- this guy, Cole Calhoun, looks like he g- gets you chew, you, uh, Blue Chews and puts them in the microwave so they're hard and crushes them up <laughs> and snorts <them. laughs> just, uh, This guy sure. looks like a fucking psychopath.
1: This guy looks more Irish than a bottle of Jameson being broken over someone's head. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're getting in in a pile of potatoes.
1: So much potatoes. Uh, Cole has a son named Knox and a daughter named Lennox. Because why not name your kids after your favorite printer brands? Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yaga. Got him.
1: Yeah, it's dead. That's a lady ant. A lady ant. Lady ants have wings. See you later, lady
2: ants. They're dead. So... Do you have anything on Cole? Uh, Cole Calhoun, he looks like Bill Burr never started comedy. <laughs> <laughs> just withered away in the Northeast. Look me undies, that's what I live off of. I eat them, I got big. <laughs> uh, Cole Calhoun is a literal leather dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. And uh, he looks like he has a koozie for his baby's bottle. <laughs>
1: Now, look, this is one of the few times that we have not roasted any of the pitching. Yeah. Um, I decided not to roast the starting pitching because Because why roast something that's not there? Yeah. Um, I don't really have I I I don't really say they have a a pitching staff, but they more have a pitching staff infection Mm. because it's irritating and it's going to be a while before it gets better. Mercer, baby. Got him.
2: That's a good close.
1: That's a strong-ass close. Uh, Let's round third and head for home. We have the same fucking thing this weekend.
2: Do you want to talk about the Skaggs thing real quick? Yeah, we're thirty-six minutes over intended <laughs> uh, runtime. We've gone way long, which means that it's past the point of no return. So let's just talk let's about Skaggs for a second. Because, uh, you know... Sorry, Schubert, we're not doing your burn. Yeah, we're not going to do that burn, and props to you for writing that joke, and I respect you writing that joke, and I am sure, and I know that your heart is in the right place, and I had a couple Skags jokes that came to mind, and yeah. I just decided not to do them, just right. because, you know, it's, per, it's pure speculation.
1: Also, in the meantime, we're just going to burn Boz Skaggs.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> but no, you're, you're right. We don't know what happened.
2: We don't know what happened. It's only speculation. Who knows what happened? Um, uh, you know, you would think that if he was a 27-year-old professional athlete who died of a heart arrhythmia, they would just say that. Right. And, it would and, be immediate. And and this isn't some, like, you know, shock radio moment where we're trying to have—this is, you know, but, you know— It's he, a
1: genuine, real conversation about something crazy. He might have taken his own life. Sure. And and that's something I don't doubt either, because what we talked about before we went on air was that his wife prior to the season went on and said, you know, you know, talking about disappointment to a group of people at some foundation like Tyler goes through disappointment all the time. He always feels dissatisfied where he is. So it's always hard. I mean, I get that. I mean, you know, you're you're never where you want to be in your late 20s. Feel like your late twenties is like you're building towards something and you're not satisfied. But think about how crazy
2: is it is. Right. I like, mean,
1: you're, you're dealing with that though, right? Oh, I mean, all the time. Heavily every day, every day, every you, day. But it, you you feel dissatisfied where you are, and you're always like second guessing what you're doing. And then I guess it's, people have always told me when you reach your thirties, you it's not only that you're it's not that you're satisfied. You understand where you are, and you, you enjoy where you're at. Yeah. And you thrive in it. So like he never got the opportunity to do that But at the same time He always had crushing disappointment And with as much as a microscope as ball ballplayers are under Think about like every pitch Every statistic There's got to be a lot of pressure
2: Yeah It just goes to show you that You know And it's purely speculative And this is not some gross ass TMZ shit You listen to us Like you know that this is coming from a true place Of like thinking about it Sure Like You know, if he did take his own life in a hotel room, like... In Dallas, Texas. It it just shows you how real uh, depression is and how real mental illness can be. Because no matter (laughs) the... Like, think about the the perspective of the disappointment. He was a professional baseball player. Right. He was a millionaire from pitching baseballs. (laughs)
1: Yeah, not even just throwing them across the plate. No, you're you, like you said earlier. You're a part of the point zero zero one percent of the population oh, who yeah. has gotten a chance to play major league baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. had more than a cup of coffee. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was someone that like they looked at as a solid person in their starting or starting in their in their as a starting pitcher, and it's you know you could make an easy knock about their starting pitching about you know with him being there. But one of the coolest moments in baseball happened this year when the combined no-hitter happened and they all took, out their, they took off their 45 jerseys and laid them across the mound. I mean, that's something you've never seen in baseball. I remember sitting in a bar in Columbus and watching that happen and having a tear run down my face and thinking, you're never seeing this again. This is one of those moments where people rose above the situation and came to and said, no matter my talent, no matter my limits, I'm going to make this happen, and they did. That co- that's just beautiful.
2: Listen to this. The Angels threw a combined no-hitter on the day they honored their teammate, Tyler Skaggs. The game ends with Angels pitchers facing 28 batters less than two hours before what would have been his 28th birthday. As for the Angels, they scored seven runs in the first and 13 runs in the game. Tyler Skaggs was born 7-13-91. Beautiful. On on the day Skaggs was born, the sixth combined no-hitter was thrown of all time, the Orioles versus the A's.
1: Yeah.
2: Skaggs was 40... Was This is my favorite. Skaggs was number 45. In the first inning, Mike Trout hit a 454-foot foot home. Foot home run. How it fucking... 45 from right to left.
1: Yeah, it's a palindrome. It's beautiful. I mean, everything about that game. Baseball,
2: baby. Yeah.
1: I love it. It's awesome. It's, I love it. It's, it's the so best So this sport. is just
2: a big love beam out to Tyler Skaggs' memory and his family and everyone yeah. in the Angels. We're nasty and fuck you, but, you know. I, There's some
1: moments where you gotta be above it
2: Yeah, oh, absolutely I And mean, if you are going through it I've gone through it, Billy's gone through it If you're going through it, if you know everybody who is You know, it doesn't take much just to, like, send a text Yeah So How are
1: you? What's going on? Do it Big hug There's nothing wrong with a big hug Yeah And I'm a big hugger And we love you. Big hug So, it sucks, but, you know, had to roast the A's Roast them Angels, em up. Jesus Christ Roast them up Roast them up. When I say A's, whatever, doesn't matter. Let's round, let round third and head for home. Shall we? Let's bring it up a little bit. Um, we are both on Brew haha this weekend. It is the <clears> best. <throat> it is the most magical and amazing weekend of the year. Yeah. Uh, we just came from pre-Ha Prehaha Chameleon, which I call it a base coat because when you go on a cruise, you got to get a little tan on before you get sunburned. Go to the bed. That's what we did. We go to a, the tanning we bed. A little drunk. So that way, we're ready to stand out in the sun.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So, all right, tell me your dates, your times and stages, Friday, Saturday.
2: On Friday, I'm going to be in the Tunnel stage at uh, 9. Tunnels prime time, baby. Tunnels prime time. That was the one that I made sure that I did. Yeah. And I'm hosting that, and that's a killer lineup, and it's awesome. Yeah. And on Saturday, I'm hosting the main stage with Jay Moore. Dude, our guy. So
1: let's just say, let's put it this way. We're bringing our H4N. We're going to talk to him.
2: We're going to try as much as we can to just, like, chat it up with Jay Moore. Maybe he'll be in, dude.
1: Maybe he'll be into it. But overall, we're going to do a brouhaha kind of thing where we talk to everybody. We'll probably release it in the middle of the week. Just jib-jab with all the people, all the local comics and nationally touring comics. One of them is going to be Psyomets, and I'm going to fucking yeah. bite his ear off because one of the things that he did that's so cool is he did Sports Center on Snapchat. Yeah. So let's just give him a little, we'll, we'll figure out the little insight on that. There's some other comics we can talk to about that. Um, for me, Friday, 8:05. Playground stage and then Saturday six forty five on the main stage. Hell yeah, dude. So it'll be tight. That
2: main stage on Saturday especially. At six forty five, I'm like, dude, there's gonna be a ton of people no matter what. Oh yeah. Saturday main stage. Well the thing that's weird about main stage is like their motherfuckers getting noodles hearing your voice. Yeah. And they see my face on a jumbo trunk. That's what's the most Oh my god, it's crazy it's dude. So like, wild. If, like you'll look out and see several hundred. Yeah. But you're telling jokes to like a thousand, thousand people. people.
1: It's wild. No matter what time when you're on that main stage. Also, what's great about this Bruja video, they used the same one from like last year and the year before and the year before. Yeah. it's features basically Alex Stone and Josh Sneed. Well, guess what? They're not there. I know. So come out and see new faces. I know. It's going to be awesome.
2: Yeah, it's a bunch of new faces. It's going to be cool. It's
1: going to be great. My parents are going to be there for the
2: first time. My parents are coming on Friday.
1: Uh, I get to meet Mike?
2: Dude. And Molly? Steven. And Steven. Of lands course. in CVG on Friday.
1: What time has he landed? You said what time?
2: Four o'clock, an hour before it starts. Well, you have to so you have to go back and get him. No, my parents <clears throat> are God. picking him up, thank God.
1: Chad what time Chad lands at like what?
2: Four, the same time, time. my brother lands. That's awesome.
1: It's gonna be great. Bruja is the best weekend of the fucking year. It's so much fun. It's fantastic. Don't pass it up. Don't sleep on this fucking festival. Yeah, people shouldn't sleep on it ever. I don't understand why like we haven't
2: got an industry to come out and watch. I know this one's gonna be a good one. I feel it in my bones.
1: I feel it in my my big bone. And if you don't feel it in your bone, use Blue Chew uh, promo code uh, chair. So sorry, that's a that's a layup. But um, I feel good about this next week. I want them to. I want to take. I want to sweep it all. But let's be realistic. I say we take two out of three from the cards yeah. and three out of four from the fish, which still puts us two games under, but that's his, which is the hump. That's the hump we haven't gotten over. And then you have four against the cards, which we'll talk about next week. Yeah. But what do you feel?
2: Uh, uh, I say we sweep the bru- uh, the Pirates. I love that. I think that I, I, It wouldn't surprise me if we swept the Pirates. They are so down on their fucking luck. You know what I did is I watched a lot of Little League World Series this weekend. Oh, good guy. What a guy. Love it. It's fantastic. You know, you wake up at 9.30, and you flick it on, and you, like, do some laundry, and you, you know, and you leave the house at 11, <coughs> go to work. It's a nice life. You watch some Little League World Series, and uh, the Pirates showed up. You know, oh, the, yeah. The Cubs Archer, showed up, too. They, like, went, that, well, you know, Archer's the, that on, the game on
1: That game on Sunday. Yeah. Was awesome. Yeah. And watching Rizzo go down on the cardboard. It's very cool. Because he, he never played in it, and he was like, that's the one thing I've always wanted to do. Yeah. Was going on the cardboard and watching Joe Madden do that. But with Archer's interview with that kid who... Pitched the complete game. Yeah. And he was like, you gotta throw a changeup. Was one of the coolest things. Yeah. Archer's a cool dude. Yeah. I don't blame him for being a part of the
2: shenanigans. It's with, great that with he Spare. sucked this year.
1: Oh, it's fantastic. But he
2: seems like a cool guy. Also
1: a free agent next year. Yeah. So we'll see him pitching in a Padres uniform. Put yeah. my money on it now. The Padres will go and sign him. Interesting. That's cheap not
2: surprising. Cheap, cheap, cheap contract. High, High potential reward.
1: I think it'll be like a one year 14 just to have him so they can anchor that starting rotation yeah mark my words and when I'm right when I'm right and I call it and everyone else is calling it like Bleacher Report and The Athletic it will be here first
2: yeah, we'll have it in cement. And we can just go back and edit all of your hot takes and then say how and then just send them in to somebody That to should be my reel in.
1: That should be yeah. my reel to like every sports agency like I'm funny and I know what I'm talking get about. Give them hot takes, bitch. So let's uh let's close this thing out. Uh yeah, um, let's
2: do it. Go to brew haha. Go to brew got other dates. We'll tell you next week. Love you guys and uh go Red legs. Stay nasty, y'all